Welcome to the Save Point Podcast, uh, Twitch show, whatever you want to call it. Uh, hi, Grace. Hello. How are you doing? I am all right. How are you today? I am wonderful, considering we just spent, what, <laughs> a close hour and a half trying to figure out some stuff. So we will yeah. uh, we'll be doing what we can. So, but, um, so it's kind of been a fun week, don't you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. There has been so much going on because of E3. That the, Those fun little, you know, letter and number put together, you know. Indeed. But, uh... Who knew? It yeah. So much chaos. So much chaos. Um, so I think what we're going to do today uh, for this show is we're just going to kind of go over what we saw, um, you know what our impressions are from the conferences, talk about some of the games that we would want to see more or what we've seen and, you know, how we want to, uh, what our take is from them. Uh, the information that we've gotten, some of the highs, some of the lows, some of the eh, whatevers. Um, thank you everybody though, for joining us on, uh, through our streams. We did stream what we can. Uh, we had some fun uh, little glitches, but those are fun growing pains. Um, when it comes to it. Um, so, uh, but uh, we do have a little bit, little bit of news that we do have to talk about. Uh, one is that we are on iTunes. So please find us, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, if you have that, we are on Google play. We are in Podbean. We have officially been put on iHeartRadio. radio. We're on tuned in. We're on Spreaker and we're soon to be on Spotify. So you can find us, please find us. Uh, find us on our Twitter at the Save Point. Find Grace at I have absolutely no idea how to hell to say her name. It is uh, as far next. as next next forty eight at on Twitter and on everything else. Pretty much, I am Jext one zero one. So there you go, Jext. I will. You got it. I'm actually yeah. amazed. I am actually amazed. Usually, even after I like be. pronounce it. Even after I pronounce it to people repeatedly, they still get it wrong. So kudos to you. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm uh, Fuzzy Bacon Twenty Seven. So find me, follow me, uh, tweet at me, all that fun stuff. Um, you know. So um, I don't know. How do we want to get started? You know, I think maybe we can work kind of backwards because Steve will be joining us later, like yes. he always does. And I know that he really wants to talk about Bethesda. Um, so we'll kind of maybe wait for that one on the end. Um, I was and then not. Jesus is sick, so that's why Tyrant Dominus is not here with us this yes, week. He's, he he's will not sick. be joining us. His entire household is sick, and his voice is pretty much gone. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, so, but hey, you know all that fun, fun, fun stuff that went around. Um, so what you'll probably see me doing as we're talking about this, I'll probably try to put up some of the displays up in the front so we can kind of see what we're talking about um, when uh, um, when we're talking about the game or whatever. So I think the first thing is uh, uh, Tyrant is here in spirit on the chat. So he just has Oh, no excellent. Yay. So, Hi, Jesus. Uh, I think the first thing that we want to talk about is Nintendo. And, okay, uh, yeah. Grace, you were there uh, for yeah, Nintendo, so why don't you uh, why don't you kind of give a synopsis of what kind of happened, what did they do, um, and then kind of what your thoughts were. So basically, what Nintendo ended up doing is, um, you know, they 
spent most of their conference time talking about the new Smash game that's going to be coming out, which is really awesome and really cool. And there's going to be Ridley and everybody's so excited that Ridley's going to be there. He's also gigantic. I think Jesus and I were talking about how like it was so hilarious watching the character proportions just in the little gameplay segments that they showed about how gigantic he is. Um, but yeah, that's really what they spent most of their time on. They sort of went over um, the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee games. Uh, they spent a little bit of time on that as well. And they actually had like a little talking segment about that, which was really nice, where they showed some gameplay and stuff like that. Not much, but a little bit about that. They touched on it. Um, and then they also showed just like a handful of other little like clips that were all kind of like sewn together of of various games. One that I recall is Fire Emblem, because um, I believe there's a new Fire Emblem game coming out. Um, and so, yeah, honestly, overall, it was a little bit underwhelming to me because it seemed like they were like, wow, look at these two new games that we have coming out that are really cool, like the Pokemon and then Smash. But and it's then that was Smash. about it. Ah, yeah, and that's really, really great and really cool, and they're probably, that's what a lot of people came there for, but at the same time, they're Nintendo. They're freaking Oh, don't, e don't, e don't even start with that. You're going to get the Nintendo haters after you. No, because I love Nintendo. That's what I'm saying. I absolutely <laughs> adore Nintendo. I love Pokemon. I always, when I was younger, I adored Nintendogs and Nintendo Cats and stuff like that. I don't remember what the Cats one was called, but Nintendogs was amazing. I think there was Nintendogs with Cats. I have those also. And just, oh my gosh, I love Nintendo. I really do. I live for Pokemon entirely. But I, I just, they didn't show me enough Pokemon. I wanted more of that. And then I wanted more other things that weren't Pokemon or Smash. Like, I was... Honestly, I was surprised at how short their conference was, it seemed. Because I feel like maybe it's because they spent so much time on Smash, it just seemed like their conference just flew by. Like, I don't even think it was a full hour, if I'm remembering that correctly. I think it was, like, yeah, 40 like, minutes. Yeah, it was, like, 47 minutes or something like that. Um, yeah. It just uh, wasn't from, enough. <laughs> from, from what I was able to catch with it, um, I, I think you're right. I think um, one of the things that I read about about uh, Nintendo is that they need patience, but they can't go too slow. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, they have the games that they can sell. Um, you have, uh, you know, you came out with a Mario at the beginning. You came out with a, with a Zelda right off the, the bat of, of the launch of, of the Switch. Um, you have that. And everybody knew that a Pokemon was coming and you you kind of jumped on that one uh, a little early, which I, d I still don't understand why they jumped early on that one. Um, and then they have, you know, everybody knew that Smash was coming, which is, you know, they're they're wonderful, wonderful games. Um, but I think you could have cut down what you were saying about Smash and added the Pokemon stuff to it. The other thing, though, too, is, um, yes, good and all of that, um, like a Xenoblade 2, Chronicle, Xenoblade 2 Chronicles was announced. Uh, oh, I'm still yeah, in the middle of the right. first one. Uh, it's a wonderful game. Um, I highly recommend if you like a, a JRPG. It's a great game. Um, but once again, though, it's like, where is Metroid 4? Yeah, they, they announced that at the beginning of the Switch. And we still haven't heard anything about it. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, some type of form of an update on that. I think you're right. I think it was predictable. Uh, yeah. I think that that's what it was. It was very predictable. It's let's show some games, but then let's talk about Smash, and then okay, now we're over. Um, right, it was just very safe. Yeah, I think that's a very, very good word for it. it was safe, uh, though they did they did have one uh, announcement uh, and game that actually was released that day, and I think it's it, it's it, everybody knew it was coming, but the fact that it actually works as good as it does, and that was Fortnite. Uh, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, right. So. I, I, I immediately, when I got home, I downloaded Fortnite, um, and I wanted to test it, and I'm like, okay, how good is this internet connection going to be? 100 players playing this game, all of that, and it ran, it runs smooth. It runs really smooth. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's very interesting playing Fortnite, because I have Fortnite on the computer. I have it on the Xbox. I have it on the PlayStation, just to try them all out, um, and, that, and now I have, a, have it on the Switch, and... It it actually runs really well. It's very interesting playing it in a handheld mode. Um, I, I I imagine it would be. I was kind of surprised, but then at the same time, I think like, isn't it also like, isn't that the one that's because I don't play Fortnite? Isn't that the one that's also on like some phones or something? Yes, like it's that? also on. Yes, yeah, also on phones. Yeah, and all yeah, of that. Okay. So I mean, it's it's on everything. It's that battle royale that you know that PUBG is suing because PUBG thinks that they stole the property. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, so uh, all that fun stuff. Um, But um, I think, obviously, you knew it was coming, and I like the fact that there was no more waiting period for it. It's like everybody knew it was coming to the Switch, uh, and then they basically said, okay, it's here. You know, you can download it today. Um, You know, you have that, though, there is a controversy that's happening with it, and it's really interesting. So um, a lot of people uh, have the funny phrase that Sony does not play nice in the sandbox with everybody. Yeah. Uh, heard that. Heard so it. now what people are finding out is that if you had your battle pass and all your information on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. okay. And it linked to your Epic account and you tried to log in on the Nintendo switch. Nint- uh, Sony is blocking that cross platform. Really? So you, get, so you get nothing from them. But if you're on the PC mobile uh, or Xbox, um, all your stuff transfers over. So it's like if you had a PlayStation account, it doesn't transfer. Uh, and Sony's basically is, um, their stance on it is they're not going to budge. They're going to keep it the way that it is. That is such hot garbage. What on earth? <laughs> I love Sony, but like what? I knew that they were... No, I know that Sony, for a fact, is really just nasty when it comes to trying to do cross-platforming anything. Because there are so many people who are like, hey, it's on PS4 and it's on Xbox. Xbox One. Like, why can't we play together and all this stuff? And it would be really cool if we could, like, play Destiny together or games like that. And it's just, like, a lot of it is on Sony's end where they're just like, no, I don't want to cooperate. I want to be really mean and rude and just, no, nobody else. Only my system. Only mine. And it's just like, why do you have to be that way with Fortnite, too? Like, that's really dumb. You know, it, it, it's 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 funny. Now, I don't, I see, I could pull it up and, you know, maybe I will post it somehow or whether, whatever. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, when the there was a certain company that was dominating the consoles, um, 
And uh, that's when Sony made a lot of mistakes, uh, like the 599 US dollars mistake. Um, there was a opening that Sony wanted to go cross-platform with games. And I think one of the first games of that was Team Fortress that they wanted mm-hmm. to use it for. Okay. And Xbox said no. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, and there is something with that. So, one, for Sony to come back, or for somebody to come back and say, you know, Sony's not playing nice in the sandbox. Well, you know, Microsoft didn't play nice in the sandbox, too. So, I mean, both of them are... Both of them are back and forth with each other. Oh, absolutely. Um, you, 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 can, you can blame one or the other, um, but they've all had it. Um, yeah. And then, you know, on top of that, then you're going to have the PC people who are going to be, hey, we've always had cross-platform. We've been able to play on whatever. Yeah. You know, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. So, um, PC Master Race. Yeah, PC Master Race stuff. Um, I think my overall, from what I saw, I did rewatch Nintendo's. From what I saw is... It was wonderful. Like when they said every character is coming to Smash, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, awesome! Okay, that's all I need." Yeah, absolutely. Like that, that's all I need. You know, every when if you would go over and say every character that's ever been in a Smash game is coming and is going to be open right there, on there, like they did. That's all I would need. You didn't need to go into what felt like a half an hour video of them just showing characters. Yeah, I thought like, that, that was, was such really weird. I understand wanting to show like Echo characters. I would have understood, like, because I think that's a really cool concept. I think that's super cool, and I would have understood like wanting to show like the side by sides and stuff like that, like because that made sense to me. And I understand Ridley wanting to show Ridley and you know new yeah. characters, and that's all fine and good. But it's just like ah uh, yes, look at this insanely long list of characters that we've seen before in all of the other games. Yeah, it just it just like doesn't... why would you just have that, especially in like the procession that they did, where it's like Kirby. Yeah. Kirby shows abilities. Link number one of three. <laughs> <laughs> so I I thought that it was a lot of filler. Yeah. Um, and... What happened? I mean, and if they were looking for filler, why did you make the Pokemon announcement? Why didn't you make it at E three? There's your yeah. filler. You know, that that would have been, hey, you know, we're going to have, um, you know, we're, we're going to have Smash on here. Everybody knows Smash is coming. But by the way, we're also have these Pokemon games. And besides Fortnite being here, we're going to have this weird messed up Pokemon game that's, um, you know, that's in there. So that's going to be able to be free for downloading. Oh, yeah. And by the way, in November, we're going to have two other Pokemon games. And then 2019, we're going to have a bigger core Pokemon game. Right. You know, right. so I mean, that it's, it's been cool. so you, you kind of have that. Um, you know, they were calling for a possible like new hardware. I'm glad yeah. they didn't. I don't think Me that too. the Switch needs to be an upgraded hardware mid. I mean, they're only a year and a half in with that system. Um, just like I also heard that there might be a price cut on it. It's it's Nintendo. Nintendo never price cuts anything. No, they really don't. <laughs> no, they don't. So I still look at the prices because I still want a Switch because so, I've wanted one, but it's always been too expensive for me, the broke college student that I am. 
And now that they're coming out with Pokemon games for it, I'm like, dang it, now I need to find a way to get one. And I've been looking at, like, prices on the internet, and it's just like, uh, yeah. it's still quite expensive. We do we Everywhere. do have a com- we do have a comment that the QOL updates were important, but they certainly didn't need to fill it with an hour worth with it. So that was from Din Narcotic on, on, our, on our chat. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, it, yeah. it's... It, it's it's like it feels like filler, you know. Even even if you take games that are already releasing soon, you know why not? Um, you know wh- why not? You know just fill it with those. You know, hey, by the way, this is what's releasing in a couple of weeks. This is what's releasing in a couple of months. Not a and we've beaten this to death already. But I mean, I just uh, I think yeah, that that's I our, so. I just feel like they could have spent so much more time on the other games that that ended up getting like kind of like showcased a little bit where it was like there was that cute little like thing of tiny trailers and stuff like that that they did and like there are more games that are coming out that they're coming out with obviously and stuff like that well yeah they're smaller the maybe they should have spent slightly more time on those and then they wouldn't have had to do smash procession. (laughs) <laughs> so i uh, i had it up and i'm gonna see if i can't find it really fast it was all of the games that they did announce um, oh yeah i have that up here i can i can send you the link if you'd like me to. yeah that, that nintendo nintendo had up or why don't you go through it do you do you have the list of what nintendo actually announced their actual game announced Oh, not just, not for Nintendo. I have that list that um, our dear friend Steve sent us. Earlier. Oh, those are that's all of the that's all. Yeah, of the games that's that, the major release calendar. Yeah, uh, that's the one that those, I have. Which we'll we'll go over that. Um, I think the next thing that then we what we want to talk about is um, if we're going to kind of go backwards. I want to I want to hold off on Sony. I think we can get into. Uh, a different a different type of discussion with that one. Let's let's go to the beginning of Saturday, or not Saturday, the beginning of um, Monday's conferences, uh, and the first one was Square Enix. Uh, yes. Okay. So the thing with Square Enix, <laughs> um, did you see any of this? No, because actually. If, if, if you blinked, you probably missed it. I was going to say I know it was really really short. Um, because I tried, I tried to catch the ending of it. I was really, really busy that day. So I missed all of the conferences from that day. Uh, at least I think that was the day I missed. Um, but I tried to tune in cause I believe Hastings was the one covering that. And it was like, by the time I got there, I was like, I was 30 minutes late and I was like, Oh, I'll probably catch the like other half of it. And it was like, Oh no, it's over. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. Right. Um, sure. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Actually, before we go, before we go into that, uh, Square mm-hmm. Enix, why don't you give, how about you give, what, what's your final grade? If we go through, if we go A, B, C, or D, even F, what are we giving Nintendo? What are you giving Nintendo? I give Nintendo... I'll give them, like, a C plus. C plus B minus, just because there was way too much filler and they needed to show us more. They really only showed us like two big things, and the entire conference was uh, Smash. The entire conference was Smash. Exactly. Um, That's not really. That's yeah. I would give them. Um, 
I would give him a high C. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, I want to say B. I really, really want to say B, but I just, I, I just can't. I can't I say know. B. I know. It's so hard. It really like, is. Because you want to. Because, like, what they did show was cool, was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, just the lack of everything else. Yes. just the, It's just, uh, yeah, just a, yeah. Um, I think it's just because of predictability. Everybody knew that, that everything was coming. Um, yeah. So, um, oh, perfect. We had somebody that actually came in and, and did it. So, Overcooked 2, Killer Queen, Smash, Pokemon, um, C. <laughs> He's saying a C plus. Come on. Um, Okay, maybe we could go C plus on that. I mean, I'll, I'll give you a C plus on it. I just not a B. I can't. I can't. I cannot even go to a B minus um, for that. Um, oh, I'll give it a B minus. I think I'll give it a B minus. Oh, B-. you sucker! Well, no, because I said C plus or B minus, and then I mean the other just everything that they did show was awesome. So mm-hmm. I think B minus is fair. I'm leaning more towards C plus, but eh, you know, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So back to back to Square Enix. So um, so basically, these are in not any particular order because I don't think that they are in order because they're not. I can tell you right now, they're not. Uh, they showed off a game called The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which looks really. It's going to be free. It takes it takes place in the Life is Strange universe. Uh, uh, I don't know if you play Life is Strange, kid, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did see some of that. That game is either going to be, uh, it's either going to be tears of joy or tears of I cannot believe you're doing this to this kid. Like yeah. it just looks so sad. It does. It looks really adorable. Like I love that art style so much, and I think that it's really cool to turn that art style like into a video game. Like I really appreciated it in Life is Strange as well. Um, when that first came out, and so like just to see that with his little kid and his like little toys and stuff, and his little his little makeshift cape and stuff like that, it's like oh sweet child, I, I, I just, must I, protect him. I really just don't want like the ending of that to be like he grows up and like he still has the cape because he doesn't have any friends. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it feels like. Like, no, like I nobody know. likes this little kid, so he has to make up his own friends and and. Uh, I, I don't mean that to be mean or anything like that. It's just no, I know. I just, know what you're just, saying. It's just such a setup for what could be such a sad, sad story. No, uh, absolutely, it is. But then it could also be a, you know, it could also be, um, you know, a setup for a really, really great story. You that know, is it, also true. So it, I mean, it's either way. It's as as a free game, though. I mean, I'm definitely going to download it when it comes out, and and. Just kind of experience it for what it is. Yeah. Um, they had a trailer that showed off Dragon Quest Eleven. That uh, I did not see. That you did not see. I see. I like the Dragon Quest games. They're just we could spend just on one game, just on one Dragon Quest. Ver, you know, number we could spend a whole podcast on. Um, the thing with Dragon Quest, though, I think is it's either you like them or you don't like them. Um, it's, it's, it's a grindy RPG. It's lots and lots and lots of talking and dialogue. Um, but it's fun battles and it's all that, you know, so, um, so yeah. Uh, so you have that. 
Um, Final Fantasy fourteen. There was an update uh, for Stormblood. It's patch uh, four point three under the moon, moonlight, um, which will bring Capcom's hit RPG to the MMO. Uh, it's a Monster World crossover. Uh, oh, that's neat. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't hear about that either, actually. Yep, and actually, and Capcom, because I don't think it came out. They actually have in Monster Hunter World. They're they're going to have a behemoth from Final Fantasy. So, oh, so they're awesome. crossing over big time. That's really, um, really cool. Yep. Uh, Just Cause 4 was announced. That was a, that was a predicted game that was going to be announced. Uh, and um, I don't know if you've played those or not, but those are just fun, destructive games. They're fun. I haven't. I've heard a lot about them. Um, they just don't really seem like my kind of game that I would really get into by myself. So. Uh, and that's the problem is that there's never really ever been co-op in the, in the, Just, Cause, uh, the Just Cause games. It's always been a, a single player. Um, so, um, but it's fun. I mean, it's literally, you, do, you go and do missions and you blow shit up and, and it's just fun. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3, an extended Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer. See, now this is, this is, this would be number two trailer of the yeah. same trailer of Kingdom Hearts 3. The first trailer of Kingdom Hearts 3 was, uh, at Xbox. The second yeah. one was at, at Square Enix and the third one was at Sony's. Okay. Uh, so this is number two. And this debuted with Ratatouille, Frozen, and Wreck-It Ralph stages. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which, is this the one? Is this the one where we saw Aqua, or was that, Aqua? or was that number three? Yeah, Aqua. I think her name is Aqua. Am I wrong? Am I wrong in calling Elsa? her Aqua? Elsa. No, not Elsa. Elsa is from Frozen. I'm saying Aqua, the character who got turned to the darkness. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. That is breaking the internet. Oh, my God. I don't know which trailer that was in. I think it was in the, the second one. I think it was the one that was at Square Enix. Um, if I remember correctly, I caught the end of this. And mm-hmm. it was like, she turned around and it was like, the darkness. And it was like, no, she's been taken. Oh my goodness! And apparently, people have been freaking out so much about it that Nomura actually like spoke out and was just like, "Yeah, no. I mean, I know the entirety of the storyline, so this doesn't surprise me at all. But like, I'm really <laughs> surprised at how surprised everybody else is. Like, yeah, of course you went to the darkness, and everybody's exactly. like, everybody's like, wait, what? What do you mean? Because there are so many people. Like, I have friends who were like holding out hope that it was like, no, she's gonna get purified or whatever. Like, no, she's not fully with the darkness. Like, it's a, it's a lie. No, definitely not Aqua. And so it's just breaking a lot of like theories and stuff like that. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, next one is a Quiet Man, which is such a. It looks so interesting. Like. I don't know if the guy is deaf or not, but I mean, it's, it's, it looks brutal. And this guy just literally walks through an alley and, you know, is, you know, he just, I don't know if he can't hear, like if there's no sound in the whole game, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like it, it looks really, really, really interesting. Um, I want to hear more about it. Supposedly they're going to be releasing more information in a couple of months. Um, and then their first game that they showed off and it looks spectacular was shadow of the tomb Raider. Um, yeah. That that really has been uh, a niche for Square Enix is to really push these sh- uh, these Tomb Raider games, and it looks really, really, really good. Um, it though it was really short, like it was funny watching the conferences because 
it's like everybody started scrambling because they're like, we we have 45 minutes of like filler that we have to try to find because like Square Enix ended and like people are like, what do we talk about? Like one <laughs> station just started playing Unraveled, you know. <laughs> so uh, it was kind of really interesting. So that's why I said if you blinked, you probably missed it. It was a very yeah. very short conference. Uh, I think it just hit over half an hour, if not yeah. less than that. Um, it was super duper short. So it was super short. Um, as far as what they showed, um, I would give them, I would actually give Square Enix a B, um, just because it was time that was spent showing things. I wish there was more information, um, but it didn't feel like they were just trying to fill space. It was like, okay, we're done. We're going to get to the end of it, which Mm -hmm. if I didn't say that, I'd be contra, I'd be contradicting what I said about Nintendo. So, um, definitely. so I think a B for Square Enix for me on that one. Yeah, I agree. I was going to say I would probably give them a B because, I mean, Shadow of the Tomb Raider looks really amazing. It really, really does. But in more of that, please, show show us more of that. And I know that they were also banking on, like, how excited people were over Kingdom Hearts 3, like, finally being released. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. But, like, it seems like they just spent, like, all of their everything to be like, Let's push Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> kind of like how Nintendo did that with Smash. I don't know. I saw kind of, from what I did see, it seemed kind of weighted in the Kingdom Hearts 3 direction. Which, obviously, that's a lot of what the audience wanted. I don't blame them. It looks amazing. But, um, yeah, no. Their conference was so, so short. So I can't give them higher than a B. Like, okay. they just didn't. <laughs> nope, they did they, not. They fit a lot. They fit a decent amount of stuff in not very long, not a very big amount of time, I think, which is both mm-hmm. a good thing and a bad thing. And I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so we have that. So the next conference that came up uh, mm-hmm. after that was uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and. They had a lot. Like, they showed off a lot of, of games uh, for them coming. And um, I'm just trying to... I'm trying to still figure out if it was good or if it was bad. <laughs> like, you know, that, that's what I'm still trying to figure out with, with Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, just because I just... I. Once again, it's it's the are they throwing? Um, how, how can I put this? So I think one of the, one of the problems of of that people come off with with Ubisoft is that um, a lot of the games can feel very stale and the same. Um, so like you can play an Assassin's Creed game and then you can play a Far Cry game. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the same premise, just with different skin. Um, and, um, okay. and I've yeah. felt that before with Ubisoft titles. Um, and But the the weird thing about it is that a lot of them are very good titles. And it's like, how do you keep doing that? Um, so that that's kind of where I sit a little bit with with Ubisoft. Um, but let's let's go through their conference. Um, so they opened up with Just Dance. Um, which 
wonderful. I mean, they they really they always go with with just dance. Oh, yeah. uh, there's always Absolutely. a just dance. Um, <laughs> have you ever gotten down and boogied with just dance? Absolutely. When I was younger, and not when you were lately. younger, <laughs> when I was younger, not lately. <laughs> not lately. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I am not good at dancing. <laughs> uh, so that was that was announced. Um, and then they brought up Beyond Good and Evil 2, which was really, really good. Um, you know, that was announced as their, like, their surprise uh, game last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I mean, obviously people went crazy for it. Yeah. Um, I think a little bit of the letdown with it, uh, I think the little bit of a letdown with Beyond Good and Evil 2 is that it didn't seem like they did anything more in a year. Like, they're in the same exact place that they were. Um, I mean, they showed off... They they showed off gameplay, but they showed off about 30 seconds of gameplay. Everything else was trailer. Okay? Um, I still don't know really what's kind of going on in the world. I still don't know if this is a... Are you fighting melee on the ground fighting? Are you mostly in a ship and taking care of crew? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt came out, you know, he's got hit record that company and it says that, you know, they want you to pick the game, the, the, not the games. They want you to pick the, the songs and the art style. And if you produce something and you put it on here, it has a chance of showing up in the game. Yeah. It's like, okay, so what have you been doing for the past year? Like, I'd rather have no news than, than any, you know, you know what I'm saying? I guess. Um, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like this, that Beyond Good and Evil 2, I think that it looks really good. Um, I think that it was really cool that we actually got to see some of the actual gameplay. So perhaps what they've been working on is fine-tuning a lot of the in-game stuff. Um, since the last time, I don't believe we saw any gameplay in the last, like, the last time it was teased. Um, and so I think that's really cool. Um, and I do think that the thing with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I think uh-huh. that's really, really cool. I think that's just a super cool concept. So, I mean, I'm really excited about that for the game. I don't know. I think that I would have rather had news rather than no news in this case. I just think that... I just think that overall... The actual gameplay footage, even though there wasn't much of it, I wish there was more. I wish there was more of that. I wish mm-hmm. that it was a longer trailer. I do agree. I do agree there. Um, but I do think it looks gorgeous. And I do think it's awesome that we actually got to see some of the actual gameplay. And mm-hmm. I do think that it was really cool that they revealed um, the whole, like, you can be a part of it, you know, with art and music. I think that's really, really awesome. So overall, yeah. I, I think I'm pretty pleased with what I saw. I wish that there was more of it for that game, but I'm pretty pleased with it overall. Okay. Uh, next part, um, like I said, it's not going in any particular order. I just have um, that. So if I got the order mixed up, forgive me. Uh, the Crew 2 was shown. Uh, they're saying that that's coming soon. Uh, there's a beta coming soon. You can actually preload the beta uh, that's going on with that. Uh, there was a For Honor update. Um so uh, there's going to be a breach mode that comes through uh, with this update, and it's called Fire Firestorm, Fire March, Fire March, something like that. Um, something with fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
they're actually going to have three different um, um, type of fighters. They're adding three more fighters into there. Um, and that if uh, for uh, PC, uh, For Honor, the starter edition is free on Uplay. Um, yeah. So if you haven't tried it, um, you can do that. Um, I was, I, I honestly, I was disappointed in For Honor. Um, I just, I don't, it, it, and I don't know if it's just me not understanding the mechanics of it. I just don't think it was, um, like, I tried to get into battles with people because that's really what I wanted to do in Duel. And it's like people just spawned. It just spawned, you know, or not spawned, spanned, like, uh, one move. Yeah. And after a while, it's just like you couldn't, you couldn't get away from it. Um, yeah. I mean, to the point of frustration of, um, I usually don't throw a controller and I was very, very close. Like I was very close. Um, I think I played it for probably about four or five hours. And then the next time I went to go be able to trade it in, I traded it in because I just didn't want to touch it again. Um, after that experience. So, uh, so if you're a four honor person, awesome. Um, I am not, I, that's one of those games that, I heard a lot about it and like there, I know that there was a lot of hype about it. Um, and then I was like, Oh, maybe I'll try that out. But I didn't have any friends that were playing it really. I had like one or two, but mm-hmm. I, on top of the fact that I just didn't have anybody else really that was playing it in my friend circle, I was like, well, maybe I just won't pick it up. Maybe I'll pick it up later. Maybe I'll pick it up later. And then I just ended up never, <laughs> I just ended up never picking it up. So I've actually never played it, but I did hear a lot of good things about it. Um, okay. Although it doesn't surprise me that there is like a spammable dual mechanic, just that's so common in games where you can like where you can interact with other players in like some sort of one v one type of mode. Um, that ends up being very common, so I'm not surprised to hear that, and it is a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other games that they showed off was Skull and Bones, which. This looks like what Sea of Thieves should have been. Yeah. Or is striving to be. From what uh, I've seen, yes. This game looks amazing. Um, and maybe it's just because I have a, a love of wanting to be a pirate. Um, <laughs> uh, if, if you ever ask the question, you know, is it ninjas or pirates? It's pirates all the way. Always going to be a pirate. Always have been a pirate. Never a ninja. Always going to be a pirate. Um okay. So, um, from the way that you can customize your ships that you actually have, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is that in Sea of Thieves, you're a crew and this one, you're a captain, you know, you actually have your own mm-hmm. ship. So, um, so I mean, like I cannot wait for us to, you know, for me to be able to jump in. And if I have a battering ram ship, you know, or, or, or a ship that's equipped with a battering ram, you know, and here I come over the horizon at, my friends chasing down another ship and I can bash into them. like, I cannot wait for that. Um, yeah. I love, I love customization. I, I, I just love being able to, especially uh, if you think of the lore of a pirate, um, they got fearful when they saw certain flags, yeah. you know, yeah. people did. So they, they recognize flags. So it's like, and sails. So it's like, you can actually do that. Um, so um you have that. I mean, it just it, the, the graphics and, the, and just the the look of the game looks outstanding. Like I want it. I want that game more than I think I want um, the other games that are coming out on from Ubisoft. Um, I really, really want it. On top of that, 
the homage to it is the that um, you started out that naval battles uh, in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Uh, and if you look at the back of my leg, I actually have the Assassin's Creed Black Flag logo <laughs> tattooed. That's so, awesome. so, um, so I love that game. I love the naval battles in it. I love the fact that I can get up and be a pirate. Um, so I'm just, I just want it. I want that game. I mean, I was, I was glued, I was glued to the computer screen the whole time. I think I was broadcasting with, with Jesus and he's trying to talk and I'm like, (laughs) like through the whole thing. I was just like, shut up, shut up. I want to watch this. Um, so there is a mode called hunting grounds, uh, that was revealed, uh, that's PVP versus, uh, PVP VE. So you can face each other. Um, I think the coolest thing at the end of that trailer was after you beat, you know, the, the, the guy's like, well, you know, after you and your friends beat um, your enemy and you sink their ship, who says that you can't turn upon your friends? Because remember, you are a pirate, right. you know? So, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just going to be such a good game or I feel that it's going to be such a good game. No, definitely. It looks really, really good. You just, Yes, all of yes. the things that you said. I honestly have nothing else to add other than it looks really good, and I think it's going to be a wonderful competitor for Sea of Thieves. So you're going to be my ally, and we're going to be pirates? For sure. My namesake, right. is, my namesake is actually an Irish um, pirate queen. So. Oh, okay. So there we go. There we go. Destined uh, to be a pirate. <laughs> all right. Um yeah, actually, if you come into my house, I actually I have three pirate flags right now, and I'm getting more. So, um, in fact, I have I have Blackbeard's hanging. I don't know if you guys can see it. Uh, I don't think you can. Um, no, you guys can't. Oh, actually, yeah, you can. Actually, if uh, let's see if I can do this correctly, right there. That's uh, Black Flag. Uh, that's Blackbeard. Um, oh, I see it. Flag right there. So. I see it. So yeah, um, among the, the the children's toys that are there, scattered behind you. <laughs> scattered behind me. Uh, so, um, so sorry for anybody who's going to be downloading this on a pirate on, on on the pirate on the podcast, the audio, uh, whatever. <laughs> It's all yeah, good. Yeah, that's right. I, I didn't think about that for a second. Um, this is a game. The next one, the, the next game is I have no, I have no want. I don't care. Um, I didn't like the Disney Infinity things. I didn't like that whole stuff like that. Like it got me. I was really, really hard to get into Amiibos. Uh, but this Starlink battle for Atlas. Yeah. Where, uh, I, I, no, I don't care. You don't oh, care. I don't want another. I don't want another game where I got to spend a thousand dollars to just yeah. play. Yeah, I never got into the amiibo stuff either, and like that was when I was really big into things that were trying to like go the amiibo type of way. And like I still was like, oh man, that's re- that requires me to have an amiibo for it. And I like looked at the prices for amiibos, and I was like, oh, I have no money. I'm still a child, sort of. So like. Me being a broke teenager, I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> and I, like, never asked for it. So I just never got into Amiibo. So, yeah, when I did see this, I was just like, oh, boy, another one of these things. Great. 
Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. Um, Elijah Wood came out and talked about a VR game called Transference. Or let's put it this way. Um, it's for VR, uh, but you can play it normal too, or you know, old school. Um, okay. You don't need a VR for it. Uh, Trials Rising, uh, which is I don't know if you've ever played any of the Trials games. That's the motorcycle games where you create. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find you like a, of Excite Bike. Um, yeah. So yeah. I did uh, see. I did see. I did see something about Trials Rising. Which Trials to me is just fun. That, that's just a fun. Like I don't even take that game seriously. It's just like. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, like, no, let's let's just blow shit up. Let's let's see how far Definitely. you can blow yourself up. Um, as far as that goes, uh, the Division Two uh, looks great. Um, I love that all the DLC is going to be completely free. I like yeah. there was kind of a theme, an underlining theme, if you noticed, um, and I think it comes back from EA, is that these loot boxes are kind of gone. Um, you know, it's like they yeah. don't yeah. like. We're not going to be this pay, uh, you know, pay to win type sort of stuff anymore. Um, and a lot of people are getting, you know, it's like every game comes out and there's a season pass. So it's nice right. to hear that not all of these are going to have season passes. Um, so wonderful. I'm so tired of that. <laughs> paying extra money for a game for stuff that's already preloaded in the game. Yeah, for for the game that you already bought for like sixty or seventy dollars, like. Yeah, now let's pay another $20, $25 for you to access more stuff. Yeah, I have uh, to pay $35 for the season pass that's going to give me the things that I will require in order to continue playing with my friends in um, an equal level manner. I'd love yep. that. Yep. Uh, I found out that the game takes place in Washington, D.C. Yes. Uh, yep. Which is really cool. Uh, so going back to the DLC, sorry, I didn't, I didn't explain that. So there will be two no, completely free DLC um packs that come through and those are going to be completely free uh or i'm sorry three three yeah, dlc three. episodes in the first year they will be free um at the end of the game one of the biggest things that uh you couldn't do at the end of the first division was that there was really no end game yeah uh, so division two has confirmed that it will have eight player raids yep I which was, is going to be fun too Grace, we're gonna have a lot of that. games that we're gonna have to play I know, my dude. I gotta get a job. <laughs> I gotta get some money, and then I'm gonna buy all the games. Yep, yeah. Well, you're on this podcast, so you know, people donate to us so we can play games. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, even though we don't have any donation things set up, but donate. We to don't. Us. We'll take money. We'll find a way. Anyway. You want to give us money? We'll take it. <laughs> we'll find a way to get it. Uh, um, and then a poor college student who needs to be funded. <laughs> Uh, no release date on that, though. Oh, no. Yeah. They, no, they did. did they, they did put a release date on that. I apologize. Uh, the Division 2 no. yeah, that's right. is March... March 15th. Yes. 2019. Yes, I should have known that because that was my... That's my brother's birthday, but whatever. <laughs> For a I second, should... I thought you were going to say it was your birthday, and I was like, wow, you forgot the one game that's coming out on your birthday? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, and then the last game that they showed, and this looks amazing. Um, and I think, and I don't want to talk for Steve on this if he's listening, and he said that he would probably mention it, but I agree with him 100% with it. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. What mm -hmm. it looks like is they took everything that people liked with Origins and things that they didn't like with Origins, and they got rid of the bad things and put more of the good things in. Um, it looks absolutely amazing. Um 
It's the first time that you can uh, either be male or female from the beginning. You don't have to from the from the whole game. You don't have to just be yeah. one person or the other for certain parts of the game. Right. Uh, it, I saw that and got super hype. I got so excited when I saw that. Because I hate playing it. I honestly hate playing as male characters. I don't know why. My main character in Skyrim is a male Khajiit. And I'm over here like, I don't know why. That's like the only male character <laughs> that I've been able to comfortably play as in a video game. Um, I like playing female characters in certain games. Um, if you can. Um, like yeah, right. Fallout. If you can. If you can. If you can. Uh, like Fallout, I, I started Fallout Four again on PC, and I started with as as a girl character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's all good with that, um, which I think is really cool. I agree with you. I think it's really cool that you can either choose either or. Um, it's in ancient Greece. Uh, let's see. What else is there? It looks very pretty. Oh, it looks like it's very pretty, ancient Greece. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it has branching dialogue choices, which is different. Usually it's just Assassin's Creed was a very straight linear story, but then you were able to go out and go the way that you wanted to. Um, it picks up modern day f- uh, from Origins. Uh, so it's right where Origins left off. So you can kind of you can kind of think that they either intertwine some which way or not. In fact, I think they even said that Bayak is actually in Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey somewhere. Okay. Uh, but he's not playable. Um, the release date is October 5th, I believe. Um, yes, October 5th. And um, if you re- right now, what it's saying, though, is that if you buy a certain edition um, from the Deluxe Up, I believe, um, or the go yeah deluxe gold or ultimate editions on the PS4 Xbox One or PC you actually get to play the game three days early on the second. Ooh! Oh yeah, really? That's cool. Yep. Which I wonder if that's even going to stay, or if people are, or if they're just going to say, you know what, just release all of them. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, stuff's going to cool. get stuff's going to get leaked on the internet and all that, but the whole like difference is being able to play and not being able to play. So it might be an extra incentive for people. Correct. I mean, then again, three days. I mean, like, that's a decent amount as far as, like, in video game release terms. But, like, it's also not that much. So I don't know. I don't know if it'll really be worth it. I feel like people are just going to buy it more so for, um, for, like, whatever else the other editions give as opposed to and then, three day, then the three days early will just be a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have like this little clump that just wants to be in my face. <laughs> uh, so what's your what's your final um, what's your final uh, thought? What's your final grading? My final grading is um, hmm. I think I'll give them a B plus. I think I'm going to give them a, a solid B+. Plus. I think that they did a really good job showcasing a lot of things in the time that they had. I think that they gave pretty much everything, like, a good amount of talking space. I mm-hmm. think that they paced it out well. I think that everything they showed looks good and looks promising, at least. I mean, we might not all be excited for everything, but that's the other thing, is that there was so... There was so much um, diversity 
in the mm-hmm. games that are coming out, I think is a good way to put it. Like how different Starlink and like Assassin's Creed Odyssey are, and then the division is another one that's way different. So I don't know. I think that there's a pretty good diversity going on with this E3 conference. Like, and I know you were saying earlier about how sometimes you get tired of like the same title being reskinned. I think that this E3 conference really broke that up a little bit. Yep. Yep. I can I can see that. I'm I'm interested, like I said, I'm interested in and Skull and Bones. Obviously, I'm interested yeah. in Assassin's Creed. Um, it's one of my favorite game series, if not my favorite game series. Um, so that looks great. Um, the Division Two. I already have. I mean, obviously, I already have a, a whole bunch of people that want to play that together. So, oh, yeah. um, so it, it looks promising. Everything looks very, very promising. Um, I would go B uh, on there too. I think. Um, I think it had a. I think. It could have gotten away with a couple of, of not necessarily talking about some of the stuff, um, yeah. but I don't think it hurt it that it did. I don't think I it did. helped that it did, but I don't think it hurt that it did. Um, so I think a B. Um, the one thing that I'm getting sick and tired of is like um, like that whole dance thing at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> like that drove entirely. me nuts. It's 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 seven <laughs> minutes of people dancing. It's like okay, we got it. It's just dance. Yeah, yeah. it's just dance. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. That was kind of like, you're doing this again? Again? Why? So I'm going to, I've been putting up just a logo, but we're going to go on to Sony. Um, And I'm going to put up a picture that people are going kind of crazy about. Um. When it comes to this, so with the way that Sony opened up, Sony opened up with this, um, like being in like a church, like even like Sean Layden even mentioned that, hey, it looks like a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you find out that it really is a church because they go and they're talking about um, The Last of Us and they're talking about a scene where uh, it's actually being done in a church. It looks like there's a celebration, a dance of some sort. Um, and then Ellie, who is, uh, it supposedly takes place five years later. So that's, I believe would make her, uh, 18 or 19 years old, uh, now. Um, and she starts to dance with a girl. Okay. And she says, everybody's staring at us. Uh, and she goes, um, something to the effect of where the girl has to turn to her and say, well, everybody else should be terrified of you. And then this happens. And it's a very interesting take. Um, so I don't know if you can see this, Grace. Have you seen it? No, that? I can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they kiss. And it's not really that big of a deal. I mean, uh, we're, you know, we, you know, uh, here at the save point, um, we don't discriminate. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so don't get us wrong on that. So it's not nothing like that. That's the last thing that we want to say, um, when it comes to that, but it was a very interesting choice of a trailer part to me. Um, and then what happens is it swings in and it shows Ellie, um, and it shows like gameplay of her and and there's different gameplay mechanics of it. Uh, you can, you can duck now, you can go prone, uh, you can climb on things better. You can jump in this, um, which is 
So you can definitely tell that there's more, and then it comes back and they swing back out, um, and they end up finishing their kiss. Um, and then the girl looks at me and she says, see, I told you, uh, terrified of you. And Ellie just kind of smiles. Um, I, I just, think it was adorable and creepy in all the right ways. In all the right, and that that's kind of where I'm getting at with it is it's such a twist on the story. Um, that like, like, why is, why is that happening? Why is, you know, what, what's going through Ellie's head? So if you, and, and I take it, I'm taking it a step back. So I'm taking it when we first saw the first trailer of, of the last of us two. And that is Ellie is sitting and she's playing guitar. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she basically the song is I'm going to kill every last one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the question that I have is, is this story going to be about this world? I believe that this girl's name is Dana uh, that she's talking about. Um, is it going to be, is that like a flashback of her and she actually is falling in love with somebody and then Dana ends up getting killed? And now you're avenging this or like, like to me, it's so like, there's such a, such a different dynamic that opens up with this. And I was, I am so intrigued. Like I love, I love the last of us. Um, So my Assassin's Creed is my favorite series. My second favorite game of all time is the last of us. Really? Um, Yes. I love the last of us. I think Naughty Dog has taken um, um, a concept and ran with it and basically went no holes barred. We're going to do a game that we want to do, and if you don't like it, that's fine. Don't play it. Yeah. Is basically what their thought process was. Um, so um, so they did that. Um, so that's that's my thought on it. it. It opens up the story so much. Like there's like I'm, I'm trying to wonder what's going through Ellie's head right now and this is one of those little clips that kind of gets my mind rolling with it yeah absolutely and i think it was a really good trailer that to just kind of lead you the viewer at the end of it to think oh man like what's this what's that what's gonna happen and thinking of all the different things all the different possibilities like all like how cryptic that dana's messages were where she was saying like oh they should all be terrified of you Yep, terrified. You know, that kind of thing. While they're kissing. Like, yeah. so there's an, there's endearing, like, sort of, like, tenderness between the two of them while it's being talked about how everybody else should be terrified of Ellie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I think that they did a really good job essentially playing mind games with everybody who's watching it to think mm-hmm. of, Oh, what's going on? And really, the only the only thing is you just have to wait and play the game and find out. Yep, and, and that's like, really what it leads to. And I think it was really smart on on the marketing end to be like, let's do it this way. Yes. So, um, and then they decided to move everybody out of there and move them into another area, another venue. 
so they went to an intermission, which was really interesting. Like, I don't know if that helped them or hurt them, uh, which I'll kind of get into my final thought with them uh, mm-hmm. about that. Um, though during that, they did they did mention that God of War is getting an update. It's getting a new game plus edition, uh, or it's going to be a, an update that comes through. So you're there. You you know you're going to have a, a a mode, new game plus mode. Um, we'll go through some of their their smaller titles even though this is not a smaller title. Um, but they really didn't go a lot on it. It's uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, uh, which was announced a while ago. Uh, they had a trailer for that. They had, this is a really big one. They had a, they announced Control. It's Remedy's new game. Now, okay. the biggest thing, the biggest thing with Remedy is um, they made Alan Wake and Quantum Break, uh, which are all Xbox, Microsoft games. So it's it's interesting that Remedy is now making a game for Sony, um, as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, scene I don't remember seeing that. Um, it's from Software. I don't I I don't remember what that was about. Uh, that's kind of spacing me out. Uh, Neo Two was uh, unveiled, uh, which is going to be uh, if you haven't played Neo One, uh, it's like Samurai Dark Souls, and it's a it's an outstanding game. I think it's very underrated for what it is. Um, I don't know. Have you ever played Neo? Uh, I have not actually. Okay, uh, you're you're a samurai, and it's like Dark Souls samurai. Um, it looked awesome. Yep. Uh, Resident Evil Two remake that's coming out on the twenty fifth of. Uh, January, uh, which everybody has been clamoring over. They want it. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, their third trailer of third extended part of that trailer. Um, and a special edition PlayStation Pro has been revealed. So uh, supposedly, I have not seen it actually listed, but supposedly it's going to be uh, $500. Um, oh, that's a gross that, amount of money. <laughs> but that actually comes with <laughs> I love the look. That actually comes with all previous Kingdom Hearts games plus Kingdom Hearts 3. So Okay, that's a lot. It makes more sense. It yep. makes more sense with that. Ooh, uh, so they had that. Over here with that price. <laughs> <laughs> um, they closed out um, they closed out the show with Spider-Man and the reason I'm talking about this is because I want to save what I feel is the best game that they showed for last. Um Spider-Man, basically, it's the new Sinister Six that they okay. showed, uh, which looked outstanding. Gameplay looked outstanding. I cannot wait for that game. I have, like, Collector's Edition paid off. I cannot wait for the seventh. Um, I'm actually half tempted to take a day off of work for that game, <laughs> uh, if I can. But, um, no, I cannot wait. Uh, I just I just cannot wait for that Spider-Man game. Um, from there, and Grace, if I'm going too fast, you just... Tell me to shut up so you can say no, something. No, you're good. Honestly, I haven't had much else to add on other than what I already have. Um, Death Stranding, they showed some gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we talked a little bit, in, or we talked extensively about possibly what that's going to be. Um, I think the timeline, it didn't follow exactly what the leak told us. Right. Um, but there, it does look like there's a certain type of timeline thing with it. Um, I love the fact that the baby mooned us right at the beginning of the trailer. <laughs> so um it just looks great uh though i am calling it i'm, I'm making a prediction right now uh that's a playstation 5 game you that's not so? a ps4 game yeah that's not a playstation right. I think that's, that's a, a ps5 fair, 
I think that's fair. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. I feel like it's still like kind of early on, honestly. Like, yeah, I, I think he's developing it for the PlayStation Five. Um, I think it's going to be a launch title on the PlayStation Five. Um, I could definitely see that. Yeah. I just, I just don't see. I mean, I could be completely wrong. I just think it's a PlayStation Five game. Um, and then what I feel that their strongest game was. And that's Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima, yeah. Oh it my looks gorgeous. It looks beautiful. Um, the gameplay with it that they showed, they showed an extensive gameplay uh, trailer. And it's just, I, I, I'm already like intrigued on the story. I'm intrigued on the character. Um, the fact that you're going and the cherry blossom leaves... Um, I believe uh, flowers that have fallen to the ground with that bright red in a sunset Japan. Okay. And they are fighting and the le- the, the flowers are shuffling under their feet. I mean, it's yes. just such a, like I was just blown away by that. Um, oh, I know. It's like, there's so much going on graphics wise the entire time. But it all manages to look really, really beautiful, and it all meshes together so nicely. Yes, it's like uh, it's crazy how how good it looks. And there's no there's no like HUD, right? Like, like like so you don't even know like what the button combinations are. Um, is this going to be? Is this game going to be? Uh, true in nature of is it going to be more realistic? Is there going to be magic to it? Yeah. Like, there's there's nothing more than we know about it. And it was basically it was Sucker Punch coming up and saying we want to do a different game and we've been working really hard and we want to make a game that looks damn good. Mm-hmm. And it looks damn good. I think that's really what they wanted to showcase. I think they really, really wanted to showcase the appearance because I think they wanted to be like, Hey, look at this new thing that we're doing, but like, don't pay too, too much attention to like the fine details of it yet. You know, like as far as like what you were saying, like, is it just going to be traditional, like swords, katanas, stuff like that? Or is there also going to be magic? You know, like what else is going to be involved? We don't know. And I don't think they really wanted to tell us. I don't think they wanted to tell us that yet. I think that they wanted us to focus on getting drawn in by the graphics and by what little bit of gameplay they did show and how, I mean, even though there was, there was no HUD, like that also just kind of like, I feel like that was a way to almost emphasize the beauty of the game in the gameplay because you're not distracted by the HUD. You're not distracted by anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. 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 Because, you know, people would pick that apart. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I I don't I don't like the I you know I don't like the map here. I don't like this here. This is this right. doesn't look good here. You know, this was no, we're just going to show gameplay. Yeah. Um so I did forget one game and this, you know, I I said I would save the game for last. Uh this is by far not the best game that they showed. <laughs> but I'm really happy that it's coming. Um so it's a game called Beat Saber. Oh. It's okay. for the Not what I for, thought you were going to say. But it's a yeah. uh, it's a PSVR game. Um, That's why. And just <laughs> my head. This is literally you have two lightsabers and you 
to like techno music or regular music, you break blocks and you slash blocks. It oh, looks amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was on Facebook. There was a video of a girl playing with it. And, um, and it was just like, wouldn't this game be awesome? Whatever. And she's just like, that's the game. Going nuts. Yes. Yeah, so uh, awesome. there's no release date on it. I am getting that game. I want that game. I looked at the thing in Best Buy because uh, they do have it up where you can actually buy it uh, for really? the Vive. Okay. Yeah, it's for the Vive. Um, yep. And uh, but you need obviously you need a computer and all of that. Um, so uh, it's actually coming to the P- PSVR. So I cannot wait for that. But that was side note. After you get it, I'm gonna come over and I'm gonna play it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I'm going to invite anybody that actually wants to come over and play it to play it because I think I love I love games like that. Like I love like like music games like that. Unless like I'm not a big fan of rock band. Unless or, it's just dance. Yeah, yeah. And I am paying. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't like making a fool of myself because I have to. I like making a fool because yeah. I'm talking about something. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Like rhythm games and stuff like that. I know what you're talking about. There like, is one thing that you are forgetting though. What? One, one announcement that that sort of like flew under the cover because of the weird intermission thing that they had. Destiny 2. The update that they showed for Destiny 2 and how all it was really was a teaser trailer that showed what looked like Cade getting murdered. And Is this because I don't care about Destiny? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Is that why you forgot it? Because it happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care about Destiny. <laughs> uh, actually, well, no. <laughs> I care about it. I, w- I was told, though, that by somebody that Cade 6 had to die for it to continue. But I don't want Cade to die. I love Cade. Cade's one of the things that keeps me going on Destiny. It's just something about Nathan Fillon. It's like everything he touches just dies. It's, I know. I Firefly. Know. Firefly is super dead and it needs to not be dead. Ugh, <laughs> I know. Gosh. I'm, I'm going to get so much backlash for that one. But um, No, your words, they ring true. But that was really like, I don't know. Because that was, I was expecting them to talk more about it. I was expecting them to like explain more about like the actual, um, like the actual like year two and stuff like that. Year two of Destiny two, and then they were like, "Here's a teaser trailer with crazy stuff in it. Spend think, seventy more dollars to find out what happened." I think, uh, I think what's happening with that is obviously there's not a good. Um, there's not a good taste in people's mouths about Destiny right now. Uh, they feel that there's or been some... There be. Or should there be. Um, and PlayStation has made this significant investment into Destiny. Yeah. From the first one and the second one. So I think what Sony basically is doing is saying, hey, yeah, we still have this and we're still good with you, but we're going to kind of... We're going to put you in the corner and just yeah. stay in the corner. You know, you like... We, we're better for you to be seen and not heard. Yeah, we're we're still supporting you, but just stay over there. But how are they going to do that? How are they going to just, like, try and be like, hey, we're going to put you in a corner, we're going to show, like, a very small, like, teaser trailer or whatever at E3, and then just, like, 
drop a season pass DLC. Like, if you want everything that's going to be coming out in year two, spend 70 more dollars on the game that you already bought for stuff that should have been in the base game anyway, because the base game was an incomplete game that didn't have nearly enough exploration into the major characters that were revealed, and it just makes me angry. <laughs> I get very, very upset about uh, this. Do, 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 do you need something? No, I feel better now. You feel better now? Do you need I a do. fan? Do we need to put a fan on you? No, it'll be too fan loud. Mike will pick it up, otherwise I'd have one on my room. Is very <laughs> I'm sweating slightly. <laughs> uh, but if um, if uh, Ghost of Shishima I think is my second favorite game that I saw out of the I whole, think that's fair I have another one which we'll get to so we haven't talked about this one um, but uh, yeah I think that's my second favorite game um, out of all of them that I saw um, and it looks, it looks amazing I mean it, that's going to be definitely a day one um, I'm also thinking too that that one is a PS5 game too. Yeah, I could see if, that. If if not right at not the end be. cycle, if not right at the end cycle, the PlayStation 4. It's like going to be they're going out with a bang game. Yeah, I could okay. see that. You get people play so, on the PS4, but also want to play the PS5, and yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can see it. I can see it. So um, the way, so my thought right now with that is. Um, my grade for Sony is I'm going B plus. And the reason that I'm not doing A is I don't think they needed to do that whole thing that they did in the beginning. It's like, we're going to put you in this place and then we're standing room only. And then we're going to move you and we're going to have this little yeah. intermission thing. Like the new no, format threw me off. I agree. I agree entirely. Um, the biggest thing too with with Sony is um, is patience that I thought that they had to do, and I don't know if I went over this on our last podcast. Um, I thought that they had to show patience um, a little bit. They have a lead, okay? In yeah, the console. they do. Um, they don't need to show their hand. They don't need to show release dates for everything. I mean, they already have some really big games coming out. Um, that are going to be hitting the platform, third-party, multi-platform, and exclusive. So if you really yep. think about it, they have, um, you know, Assassin's Creed is going to be a big one um, that's coming out. Uh, yep. They're going to be having, uh, right before then, the week be or a couple weeks before that, is going to be Spider-Man. Uh, Red Dead Redemption is going to be on there um, that supposedly is getting exclusive content for the PlayStation. Um uh, as far as that goes, um, you have Days Gone that's coming in, in February, um, which is another what looks like yeah. great exclusive. Um, on top of that, you already have you know you have the remake for Final Fantasy or not Final Fantasy for uh, Resident Evil. I don't know why I thought Final Fantasy uh, for Resident Evil Two. Um, yeah. You have Kingdom Hearts coming out with an exclusive limited edition uh, PlayStation. So you have yeah. a lot of these things. So you didn't need to throw these release dates that probably would ultimately end up getting delayed anyway on The Last of Us, you know, and Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima. But look at that. You already have three games that are now sitting in the queue that now you've bought 
some more time for. Yeah. No, so I can I, I can see that entirely. Yeah. I think that um I think that they did a good job. I just think that in a way their conference got super messed up by adding in that like weird intermission thing and how they kept, how they were doing that cuz that was apparently like it was I didn't see the Sony conference. I was not there for that. So I'm just going off of what I've heard on the internet. Um, but apparently it was a long pause. <laughs> like, it was a pretty decent pause. Um, and a lot of people were unhappy about it. And I don't really blame them. Like, I didn't see it live. I'll probably now, I mean, like, I might go back and watch it fully i don't i've never been a fan of watching like i've never been a huge fan of watching like teasers for games because i really like to be surprised so if i see like really pretty art in a game or something like that or like i see something like that that i like that's usually what gets me to buy a game and try it okay (laughs) so that's just how i work i did like watching the conferences that i did watch but it's not like something that i'm like oh no i missed it i must go and watch it now that's just (laughs) not that's not usually how my brain works. So I haven't actually watched the conference. I've just been reading about it online. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it sounded like it was a long pause. It sounded like there should not have been a long pause. It sounded like it was a really weird, weird pause. Um, I also feel like I also feel like what they're doing with Destiny 2 is kind of like it's bothering me as somebody who's been playing Destiny since it was in beta. So mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know. That game is kind of like that's my shooter. That is my shooter baby because that is the first first person shooter that I ever played. Um, and that's what got me so accustomed to playing shooters. Uh, and I have now moved on on my own to other ones like Warframe and Borderlands. But I mean, that game is my baby man. And it bothers me that they're being so rude to my baby. Because like I don't know. Oh, I've how already, dare they? I've already said it. I've already said it. $70 for year two is going to be... It's way too much. And I've already explained why. So it's just like, that bothers me a lot. Especially that they're just like, we're going to show you a teaser trailer of Cade getting murdered by this guy. So, like... We can show it again. Go. You want me to show it again? No! <laughs> I don't want to. Are you sure? I don't want to see it. I'm sure. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm just not so going to look so- at the so what's your final grade? Uh, my final grade, I'll give it a B plus. Because everything okay. else is pretty solid. But yeah, I'll give it a B plus. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. So moving on. Apologies for my tangent. We have we have two more, and I'm waiting to see when Steve is going to join us. He said that he was going to be here in 15 minutes, and that was about 15 minutes ago. Uh, so um, we're going to get on to... Xbox. Okay. Now, I don't, (laughs) I am not sure what is going on with Xbox and what they feel that they can get away with. uh, And where they think that their, where they think that their thought process is. Um, when it comes to this and I'm trying to really figure out how to like, okay. So they toted that there was going to be 50 games that they were going to show. Yep. Okay. 
And that's great. Now, the one thing that I want to know is what's the difference between a launch a launch console exclusive um, and world premiere? Yeah, I, world premiere I didn't exclusive. understand that either. Like what they what they were trying to show is like launch exclusive or launch console exclusive. Like nobody's launching a console. Like what? <laughs> right. Like what? Where? You know? Now you know. Does that mean that it's it's going to Xbox first because he said that there was going to be 18 games that are going to Xbox first or they're the Xbox exclusives. Now when Phil Spencer is who I'm talking about, what gets me with this is that if you're going to say exclusive, then it better be exclusive, not timed. Don't fuck with those two words. Okay. Um, it's very, you know, people get pissed off when, when you start messing with that type of wording back and forth. Yeah. Uh, don't call it that it's going to be exclusive on your console if it's going to be going out on PC or it's going right. to be going out on on another system because it's just time. That that makes that's that to me that's a way of false advertising what you're trying to show. That's my little PSA for that. Um, now, if it's exclusive, that means it's going straight to Xbox, staying on Xbox. It's never going anywhere else. Yeah. Okay. No, absolutely. So, like, uh, here, like, this is what kind of threw me. Like, this said, launch console exclusive. Right. Okay. Um, the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which we already talked about. Right, right. Which is not just going to Xbox. It's going to PlayStation. And so, I mean, it's like, okay, so it's like right then and there, you're throwing a, di- a mixed message. But we'll go on. They talked about Battletoads. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, you got that. Uh, there's new playable characters for Cuphead, which if you haven't played Cuphead, yep. is wonderful. Oh uh, my god, and she looks adorable. <laughs> she looks so cute. I love her already. <laughs> um, so right now I'm counting two exclusives that are just staying on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crackdown 3, which got delayed till 2019, which we'll come back to on that one. On yep. my <laughs> Um. Devil May Cry Five. So right now yeah, I only have three. Very exciting. Right now I only have three exclusives uh, that they showed for for Xbox mm-hmm. uh, that are not going multi-platform. Uh, so Devil May Cry Five, The Division Two, Dying Light Two, yep. uh, Fallout Seventy Six, which we'll get into when Steve gets, when in. Steve gets here. Oh yes, we're oh. going to talk about that a lot. Steve. Oh, Steve is here. <laughs> Hello, surprise. Right, Steve is here. Excellent timing. <laughs> so let's let's see if we can't. Hey, let's pop on your video. Can you pop on video? Yes. Let's see if we can get you set up. And you fell right into what I wanted you to do. Awesome. Um, so right now, Steve, we're going through Xbox. You're very, very dark in your room if you didn't know that. Uh, give, um, give it my monitors being weird there. It should be good now. There you go. Um, so we're talking about the Xbox conference, and we've saved Bethesda for you. So Yeah. So we'll we'll get back to Bethesda. Cool. Uh, let me just change this image before people go crazy on me. Crazy. Uh, um, and we're just kind of going through the games that uh, that they were announcing and all that fun stuff. Um, sorry, I'm having a little bit of trouble here. That's cool. I'm, I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt too because I I didn't get the memo, but I saw. So all right, yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. I started a trend on accident. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
And for some reason, we think that Grace is frozen. Oh, um, is she? Oh, no. Grace is frozen. We'll see if we, we'll see if your video catches up. Um, if not, we'll have you disconnect it and come back. Um, do, 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 do. Why don't you do that? Hey, Grace, why don't you do that? And then I'll add you back into the call. Huh. You know, there's never going to be a. Uh... There she goes. There she goes. Now we're working. Cool. Hey. Are we ever going to have an episode where we don't have some form of technical difficulties? No. That was like tiniest of all technical difficulties. I accept. Uh, yeah, actually, this one's been going really, really smooth. Um, don't curse it. <laughs> so right now I'm counting that we have three exclusives that are staying on Xbox, okay, from what they have announced. And now remember, they told it that they have 18, okay? Right. Uh, Forza 4, so that's four. Yep. Gears of War. So I'll go five and six because they have the Funko game. <laughs> or is that going mobile? Uh, um, that's a good question. I don't actually mobile know. I'm, I'm, I'm tossing that. That's only going mobile. So there's five right there. Yeah. Okay. Halo Infinite. So there's six. Yep. Uh, they announced Jump Force, which looks amazing. It Any does. anime character that, and they're just going to fight each other. That's awesome. Did awesome. you hear about that, Steve? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw I saw a trailer for that. That looked interesting. I'm not yeah. I'm not really one to watch anime, but um, I understood some of those characters, and so it looked it looked cool, looked fun. I'm super into anime all the time. And yeah, me I, too. I am a Naruto fangirl ever since. That was the first anime I ever watched. That's and that's Headband Guy, right? Yeah, Headband Guy. All right. Do a big fiery fox, and it's a good time. All right. So I'm super uh, excited for it. I think it's going to be awesome. Cool. Okay. Um. So Just Cause Four. So we're still at six. We're still at six exclusives. Okay. Just Cause 4, Kingdom Hearts 3, which was the first trailer of the many trailers that they showed, or the, the extended edition. Metro Exodus, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Looks so uh, cute. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so excited about that game. I need it in my life. Um, Player Unknown Battlegrounds gets an update. I'm not counting that because it's already released. Yeah. Sea of Thieves got an update. Once yeah. again, sorry, at least I'm not counting that. And then Seiko Shadows Die Twice. Now, I don't know if that's... if Is that a, an exclusive? Or is that... No, that's going to PlayStation 4 as well. I was going okay. to say, because isn't that one the one that's... um That's... um It's Samurai Dark Souls? Yes. Is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, that's going to PS4 as well. So, my thing is that there's... There's six games that are full front exclusives, which is cool. Okay, mm-hmm. great. But you towed it 18. That's 12 short. Now, I think they went through a couple of indie stuff. Now, if the indie games are going, that's great. But, and I don't want I don't want to knock indie because indie games make the industry better. Mm-hmm. These little industry games, these little indie games, sometimes you can just find a, a treasure and they're wonderful. Um, but don't count it as an exclusive unless you're really going to fully support that indie. And don't tell me that you're fully supporting the indie. Yeah. What What do you mean? 
because they've, they've got their, their like indie program through the Xbox thing, right? That's support, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I just, I, I just, I, I just don't see it being a way of, uh, I think it's a cheap marketing trick to say, Hey, by the way, we have 18 one really only have six. You might have 12 indies that are going and that's great. Ah, but they're just nice numbers. If, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're I mean, going to, they're like, going to count every little thing that they possibly can to put out a big number. That's, that's marketing. That's so that yeah. we can come on a podcast and talk about the numbers. It's fine. so um so so they did have that um and then i think the highlight and and yes it's it's been a long time we knew it was coming uh so it wasn't really a surprise to me we just didn't know when it was coming um was cyberpunk 70 uh, 2077 oh yes everything i have spent the last three days learning everything about that and fallout 76 uh supposedly there was a 90 minute video that's been showed behind closed doors which i hope they release and everybody that's coming out of there is just saying the game looks incredible well just the trailer looks incredible yeah i mean it had had a little the little banner at the bottom like in in game engine footage like if that wasn't there i would say I would say, oh, it's just a render, like maybe in their game engine, but it's pre-render that they're showing stuff off. But if you that's think? really what the game is, <laughs> it looks a, a, astounding, just from it's the art style down to the graphics. Impressive. Yeah. Um, so, as far as what I've heard um, coming out of this is that um, you're like a hire, you're like a gun for hire, basically, and you do missions. People call you up, you have an apartment, and you go around Night City and um, they said that they take very they take um, uh, liberties with the f word and the c word. <laughs> the, so, the c word. The c word. Uh, v. v. Oh, the, word. the c and x Tuesday word. Yep, c and x yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I know that word. Um, yes. So, um, but so I love. I think the thing is, I love the theme. Um, you know, I mean, the theme is done by um, a, a group called um, Hyper, and the title is called Spoiler. Um, <laughs> that's I mean, cool. I've known. I'm sorry. I just said that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to look it up, this the the title. The, the, like I said, the the music that was playing in the background for that the, for that trailer. Uh, it's called Spoiler. Uh, the artist is called Hyper. I've known about this song. I've heard the song before. So like, it just fits to me. It just fits fit like there's there's certain times that a trailer will go through and you're just kind of like oh okay whatever um but then there's times that a trailer just the game the music that they picked for it just fits what the 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 thought of the game is and that got me like that music got me um and i'm just so like it made me excited it made me excited for that game and that's why it's my favorite game of e3 this year it's just because it made me excited to want to learn more about it. And the other one that we'll talk about when we get to Bethesda, obviously, is Fallout 76. Um, it just – it like I was on that and then it's like I saw the Cyberpunk uh, 2077 and I'm just like uh, – or I saw the Cyberpunk 2077 first and then Bethesda went that night. And I'm like, okay, Fallout is great. And I went back and forth, went back and forth. But it's like I still – 
in my searches still wanted to know more about Cyberpunk 2077 than I did about Fallout 76. So I will, I will also say that I am really excited about Cyberpunk 2077 because I think it looks really amazing. I think that the missions aspect is like really cool, how you can like pick up almost like bounties and stuff like that and different things to do. I think that that'll be awesome, especially in the universe that they've created, even in just in what we've been able to see, not to mention that video that you were talking about that other people have seen behind closed doors. Hopefully we get to see it at some point. I would really love that. I would love to see more. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you're absolutely right. Um, Everything that they showed us, I think they did a really amazing job because it just makes me want to know more about the universe. It makes me want to know more about the characters. It makes me want to know more about what we're going to be able to do fully once we get into the universe and like what the game is going to be because it seems it's all very very exciting and the game itself looks really really good like those the fact that what we did get to see for like in game was not pre-rendered that's it just it blew my mind mm-hmm. it looks really amazing mm-hmm. and it's exactly my style of game like i love I love the idea of cyberpunk. I love it. I love it. Yep. 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 Yeah. What, what really blew me away about that trailer was the sense of world that it gave. There is sometimes you watch trailers and go, Oh, this piece is from that world. This piece looks like it's from this. That looked like its own thing. And in, in a way where, um, all the pieces came together as a whole, it seemed believable. It looked like a real world. Um, there was yeah. no, there was zero aspect of it that went, that looks out of place. All of it looked like it fit and it matched and it was just perfectly beautiful altogether. <laughs> and when a, they're able to do that with a world in a trailer, be it a TV show, a movie, a comic book, whatever, when you see this world come together and it looks real, you just want to know everything about it. Every little aspect, you want to look in every nook and cranny. And then when you see, oh, it's a role playing game, it's a first player, um, a, a, a first, FPS role playing game, whatever you want to call it, you are going to be in that world. And that is so exciting. So exciting. Plus cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like driving games too. So that's fun. Plus cars. <laughs> Plus cars. And, and I've, I've um, got to say, uh, Grace, you look like you're in that video game right now. Like you just need more like neon yes. behind you and some, some submachine guns and like five computers in the back. And you're, you're in, you're in there. You're there. Aren't you glad she's on our team? <laughs> I'm so glad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna so. fit right in. <laughs> okay, so so uh, for Xbox, uh, Steve, since you just you know came in, um, yeah. What's your final thought? What was your final thought on on the Xbox briefing? Uh, it was fine. Period. <laughs> like, <laughs> there, I, I don't remember. I I'm I'm trying to think back what I remember of it, and I and nothing's popping out, and so that's that's telling to me that I don't remember any one thing that was like, oh wow. So it was probably fine. I watched the whole thing. I I can't tell you. Um, let me think. What what games? What's coming out? There's a Halo. I don't care about Halo. The Crackdown. I don't care about Crackdown. Uh, Forza. Okay, maybe it's been a while since I've played a Forza game, so I might jump back into that one of these days if I feel like it. Um, what else was there? I don't even remember. Is there a list somewhere? Did you guys already talk about games? Yeah, we, we talked about the list. Okay. Um, which I can go back to. Just give me a second. I can. Um, I as far one. as that goes. Um, 
Just so if you're if you're going to grade it, think of a grade. Um, ah, C plus. C plus on yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, if you're thinking so, of like a C is average, it was like average plus like a little bit because I remember a couple things, but it didn't like blow my mind or anything. So, so yeah. you got uh, the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, Battletoads, Cuphead, Crackdown Three, Cyberpunk 2077, Devil May Cry Five, The Division Two, Dying Light Two, Fallout 76. Forza Horizon 4, Gears of War, Pop Gears of War, uh, Halo Infinity, Jump Force, Just Cause 4, Kingdom Hearts 3, Metro Exodus, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Player uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds update, Sea of Thieves update, and Seiko uh, Shadows Die Twice update. Or not update, trailer. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll stick with it, C+. Like, uh, just because a lot of those games aren't my jam, so... And then, like, the show itself just, like, it's, it was a typical Microsoft show. Uh, corny jokes and people being cool. So, you know, it's fine. Nothing bad. Like, I don't think there's anything bad about being average. They were, they were just like, they were, they were a little bit better than average, which is great. They didn't fail. They didn't come out and, and, you know, things weren't broken or they didn't have, like, they didn't, it's not like they had nothing to show. It, it was fine. I'm not impressed with, you know, 18 game like okay that's cool but like unless i have that game in my hand it's just a number so that's fine it was fine correct yeah so grace um i'm gonna give this one i'll give it probably honestly i was really happy with it i'm gonna give it a b plus a lot of the games that were shown were very much my jam especially like ori and the little of the wisps um, that's super up my alley. Cyberpunk 2077. I love that. I've always liked the Halo games, so I'm excited to see how that turns out. Okay. Um, yeah. All cool. that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, I'm giving it a C minus. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Honestly. Irish. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, this is the reason why. So, um, the one thing that we didn't talk about uh, that we should have probably talked about is that they bought out, they bought five developers. Oh, that's five right. Yeah. So Ninja Theory and Compulsion and whatever else they were. Wonderful. What What are you giving me for for it? You've run Lionhead into the studio. You've run Lionhead Studios into the ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you, you've, you bought out, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, visceral games. You ran that into the ground. Okay, those game, those developers don't. I mean, and that's the Fable games. Um, the thought process that I have with with this whole conference is it's so much stuff, but nothing of substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing of substance. Um, you know what? What you're basically doing is that okay? Yeah, you have all of these games. So take out all the third party games. Okay, take out all of those. Okay, so let's take your exclusive stuff. Let's take why why am I buying an Xbox? Okay, so one of the things that I'm looking at is that people say, well, they have the most powerful console. Great, wonderful. Yes, I agree with you. You have the most powerful console. Six teraflops, all those teraflops, wonderful teraflops. Oh, so many teraflops. It's crazy. So many teraflops. Okay, (laughs) but you have a developer that's going to be making a game that's going to run on the PlayStation 4 and or Switch. Okay, so there's no reason to push that machine the Xbox One X, to push that machine to its limits because you're not going to make a game that's not compatible that's going to look crappy on the other systems, especially when the other system is beating you at least two to one right now in sales. 
Okay, so you have to be able to to dump back onto your first parties. Okay, your first party exclusives. You showed Halo. Great, Halo Infinite. I hopefully people uh, and I will find a link to it. That's just their new engine. That has nothing to do with the game. Hmm. That was they were showing off their new engine. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, All right. so there's nothing. There's no game. So that game is at least three, four years off. Yeah. Okay, you have that. Um, and then you have, okay, Forza Horizon 4. Great. Your core gamers in this generation are not racing fans. There's a lot of them. I'm not saying that they're not out there, but it's not a console seller. No, You're not going to say, not. I'm going to go buy an Xbox One X so I can go play Forza. Right. Some might, but not the way that not the way that a Red Dead Redemption, if that was an exclusive, would. Or not the way that a God of War would. Um, and I hate throwing that out, but I mean that's the that's the closest thing that we have is the God of War. People yeah. bought the God of War bundle for it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you have that. So Sony right now is falling back on their first party exclusives, and look at what they've been able to come out with: Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, uh, Detroit Become Human. They have Spider Man coming out. They have all of these these blockbuster exclusives right now your big blockbuster exclusive your closest one that's coming out that's supposed to be blockbuster for you is crackdown three <laughs> yeah i i've yet to like look at somebody and and believe that they're actually excited about that game it's i was not impressed with the other and, two and, that i played slightly so i don't know what and, they're and, doing and that's that's what I. That's what I. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is that it's not going to be a console seller. You're not going to mm-hmm. go out and say, "Oh, I got to get Crackdown Three. That means I got to. I got to go buy an Xbox. I, See, I don't need. You know, they're not going to say that. Yeah. Uh, and, people are not going to say that. So the, the the thing that I'm looking at with it, and, and what I'm trying to get to it, is that Xbox. I think the people at Microsoft are so damn confused on their own identity of their own machine of what to do. It's 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 like. Wonderful. I have this machine that can do 20,000 things, but I really only needed to do 10. Yeah. They, that's yeah. why, I, you know, when I was waiting for Microsoft to do something, um, you know, just ear to the ground waiting for the exclusives and all that. And when nothing really came up that I was interested with, um, I thought, well, this, I mean, this must be their VR push then. Like what, like what are they doing behind the scenes? Like they're not just sitting around twiddling their thumbs. They're doing something. But what is it? And that, that's why I, I bet my chips on like a VR reveal or something like we don't have any new games, but check out this headgear that you can do because they, they push their, their, their console. And the reason, the reason why I've stuck with, with Microsoft for so long, um, is because they pushed it not as a game machine, but as a living room machine, right? Like it doesn't just play games, but it also does blah, 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 right? It's got the, the HD Blu-ray thing in it. It can do the, the Netflix and the HBOs and, and, you know, a lot of things can do that now. But the reason why I, I, I wanted it to put it in the living room and say, now we've got one box. It will do everything. And so we don't need five boxes. We just got the one and that's great. Um, so it it, so it it did that. It accomplished that. But now, like, where are the games at? Like, it's the I don't know. I don't that, know where the that, games. That's at. what I was just going to get into. Is that are you willing to pay five hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, whatever it was that you paid for it um, to say I have this machine that will do all this stuff and occasionally play games? Yeah, it was an investment, and that I that I hope uh, you know comes around in the end. And so far. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like shrug. Like I, I do watch Netflix on it and 
YouTube on it daily. So I do use it like every day, but I only use, use it to play games once or twice a week. So, and, and you brought up the Blu-ray player thing. I, I, I want to, I want to touch upon that very, very short, uh, very small. Mm-hmm. As far as the amount of Blu-ray and HD, um, like DVDs that I have, I think I have seven. Okay. Yeah. I stream everything. Yep. That's what it is. So why am I playing, paying a hundred dollars more to go out to buy more things that are just going to sit on my shelf that I haven't watched? Because if I'm going to watch it, I'm going to stream it. I'm not going to get up and I'm not going to take the disc and call me lazy for it because, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I'm not going to get up and I'm going to put it in there. Oh, I got Deadpool or, well, Deadpool's on, on Hulu or on Netflix. Okay, I'm going to pop that in or it's on HBO. Yep. Why, why am I going to get up? Um, that's that's the world that we live in now. It's a digital world. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's going to be streamed. Um, I think to put the investment of a Blu-ray into something to make your console however much more it is, I don't think it's a smart idea. I don't. I don't think it was a smart idea from the beginning, um, as far as that goes. Now, I could be a hundred percent wrong, and and there's still a whole bunch of people that go out there and find collecting DVDs and Blu-rays as as a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. But mm-hmm. I have yet to walk into a house. There's one person that I know. It's actually my brother-in-law that I've walked in and I've seen a collection of DVDs, and he probably has over three thousand um, DVDs. But he's been, but he's been collecting. Mm-hmm. for the past 15 years okay yeah i i got to a who, point who in else? It, I, I got My to a po- like that. i got to a point where i was like I, I gotta get rid of all of it i had the shelves and shelves and shelves mm-hmm. of dvds finally condensed them down to like a binder and then eventually went through the binder and put them back in their cases and went down to the local whatever and turned them in for 50 cents a pop like you're you're right i think if microsoft you know 2020 vision looking backwards whatever the saying is I think if they were to to redesign the Xbox for today's audience, there would be no optical drive in it whatsoever, and they would say, "No, download and stream everything, and and it's cheaper because there's no drive." And like, you know, one of the things was like, "Oh, it's a Blu-ray disc, so it can hold more because the games are going to be bigger." But but then I just download it digitally, and you know, we have short memories. There was a time when we didn't know if that was even going to be a thing. Do you remember when right. it was like? Are we going to be able to download games? Is that going to happen? Is that going to be a thing yeah. in our in the new future? Like, are, are brick and mortars going to die? Like, are they going to hate us? Like, what's going to happen to GameStop if we can't return games? Like, it was a huge deal, and it turns out nobody really cares. Sometimes I buy discs. Sometimes I download them straight to my machine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's it's kind of funny because yeah. I find myself I find myself uh, downloading more than I have actual physical copies of games. When I was yeah. the last generation, I was completely the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, I had I had rows of games that I bought, physical games. Now it's like, oh, it's right there. I can buy it from my phone. Like, oh, this game comes out. I can in the morning. I can buy it from my phone. Hit download. I come home and it's downloaded <laughs> to my to my you know to my system. That's so amazing. Yeah. You know, we live in the future, huh? everyone. Wait, you cut out what? Oh, I said that's so amazing. We live in the future. It's yeah, great. I know. I know. Yeah. It's like, wow, I could do it from my phone yeah. uh, or my tablet. Um, <laughs> so with that, I, I just, I think that that's, um, I think Microsoft just, they, it's great substance, It's but it's nothing that we haven't seen already. You know, I, you know, if they came back and they said, hey, Cyberpunk 2077, that's an exclusive. That's only coming to Xbox. There, there's your console seller. Yeah, that'd be yeah, huge. Honestly. Huge. Yeah. Oh yeah, and by the way, it's coming out in a year. Oh. So be ready. 
I mean, yeah. that would be that would be the the mic drop of all mic drops for yeah. Microsoft for this console. They need a game like that. They yeah. need something that's going to come over and people are going to say, "Holy shit, I need that game." I need to play that game. I need to have everything about that game. I need to have the console that's going to run that game the best. They don't have anything to do that right now. No, because any any publisher, because they're not doing first party, any publisher that wants to put their stuff out, Microsoft doesn't have the install base anymore. They used to, nope. but they don't with the PS4. The PS4 is a, a superior gaming machine at this point. So why would you lock yourself into one over the other? It doesn't make any sense they're not anymore. Good. They're not going to. No. They're not going to. And and this is this is where, you know, yeah, we might be looking at the end of, you know, the rumors, you know, there's no more integrations of Xbox. Hmm. You know, yeah. that's that's Maybe. supposed that's supposed. But then again, there's also a rumor going around right now that the new Xbox is codenamed Scarlet. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't heard it either. Hmm. Yeah, that came out about two days ago. Why do, that there's yeah. supposedly, why do we need another one? How about games for this one first, please? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, so we, we can get into a whole chapter. We, we So we kind of beat that to death. But okay. um, No, I mean, so, I'm going to maintain my reading, I think, because even after hearing all of that, you guys made a lot of really good points. I'm going to maintain my reading of B+, just because I saw a lot of stuff that I personally liked as a viewer, like mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, um, obviously. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And then Ori and the Will of the Wisps, super up my alley. Lots of anime looking things, super <laughs> up my alley. I'm so excited for Tunic. Tunic is the tiny little fox who runs around oh, like yeah. Zelda and murders things. That looked really and cool. And it's so good. And I'm I, so excited for it. I like how she put that cute. It's the cute little fox that murders. murders. <laughs> it's perfect. I love him. He's, he's just going to be perfect for me. <laughs> um, no, I, cause I have a PS4 and like, I have hard eyes for Tunic hundred percent. And I know I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of silly in that way where like the game that made me be like, God dang it. I wish I had an Xbox was Tunic because I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's coming to the PS4. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be on, um, on Xbox and I think maybe PC I thought, but I mean, Oh, Jesus, it's so cute. I, I'm i literally, I told my boyfriend already, I was like, hey, there's a game, and uh, I'm going to need your Xbox for it. <laughs> and he was like, I'm sorry, what? And I was like, You're like murder a fox. Game. There's a murder fox. There's a tiny murder fox. There's a murder fox. It's very reminiscent of Zelda, but in like a really cute kind of murder foxy, Dark Soulsy type of way. Like, <laughs> it is. Con- Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, and it's really adorable, and you can run around in this really cute little world, and it's just like I don't know, it looks really cute. And he was like, "Fine, you can, you can, you can have whatever you want." And I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> Xbox One and Steam. Yep. Okay. 2019. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited for my tiny murder fox. Then gives me hard eyes. Uh, so we're gonna get into the the. Our last one that we're going to talk about, but the first one, um, really, of the conference, and that was Bethesda. Bethesda. Um, and um, let's see. How do we want to go about this? <laughs> uh, Everything but Fallout this? and then Fallout. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to name something. I'm going to name a game that they talked about. Uh, you guys give your reaction, and then we'll get 
to the one that we really want to talk about. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Doom Eternal. Or, cool. Yeah. Cool. Just cool. I mean, cool. Yeah. I like Doom <laughs> games. It's it's yeah. an id software game. It's Doom. Um, wonderful. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Blades. I'm so excited. Very excited. I'm so excited. It looks beautiful. It looks so beautiful. I can't wait yeah. until they bring it to consoles. Like they said <laughs> they would. They better. They oh, better hold true on that. They I mean, look what they've done with Fallout Shelter. They put that on everything they possibly could. And if, if Blades... That was going to be my next one. Fallout it, Shelter. Yeah, if Blades is even half of what that game is, they'll put it on everything eventually. So I'm sure we'll yeah. see it everywhere. And it, it looks solid. They're 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 really trying to like make this game like what was even more impressive than like the setting and what it could do is that they're saying here's a game for mobile for console for VR it could do it all even vertical and horizontal and sideways whatever you want to do that was amazing that was when they like flipped it I was like (sighs) you know (laughs) I was like whoa it's awesome we're gonna get we're gonna get Fallout one and two remake in Blade Engine one day for your mobile device I'm calling it now. This this is a prototype for something that's huge. They want to they want like this little segment of like these games that are like that appear to be like half games, but they're not. They're yeah. full games, and they can go from mobile to console, everything. And that's mm-hmm. that's like the holy grail. If you can put the same mm-hmm. game on everybody's device everywhere, you're golden. Even the Xbox. Oh yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Wolfenstein Youngbloods. Um, cool. I mean, if you're way into shooting stuff and we all hate Nazis, so cool. Yeah, yep. no, absolutely. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Starfield, which all they did was show a glimpse, which I'm yeah. intrigued. I like space <laughs> stuff, so intrigued. Space uh, Rage 2. Oh, look, just ahead. real quick for Starfield. Space is awesome, and it's their, the thing that was impressive to me was it's their first original IP in 25 years. Yes. So yes. it's been, yeah, it's I been. It's been brewing in the back of their heads for 25 years, and so that's what makes me very excited about that. You, you know what? You know what I'm calling it as what? Uh, I'm calling it that's um, that's a uh, uh, Todd Howard's uh, retirement game. <laughs> that's his mic dropping game. <laughs> that's his mic dropping. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I can see I that. I think after he'll stay on at Bethesda and do whatever, but his whole thing of. I mean, you're looking, that guy's been, you know, 25, almost 30 years making games, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he, I know that he loves his job. He seems that he loves his job from what he says, but you know, I think that's going to be his mic drop game. He'll support it. And then he's going to be, you know, I'm walking off into the, you know, I'm going off into the stars, you know, type sort of thing. Yeah. Um, after, after Starfield for him, it's just like uh, a creative consultant for Bethesda for the rest of his life. And he, yeah. or any kind of passion project that comes into his head, yeah. he just gets to yeah. do. And then, yeah, his, yeah that'll be he, it. He, his, his day will consist of waking up at about probably eight 30 in the morning, going to work about 10 o'clock and leaving about one. <laughs> yeah. And working very intensely for those couple of hours, doing yeah. awesome stuff and go, see ya. And then he's yeah, gone. Bye. <laughs> bye guys. Uh, uh, but I think he'll still support you know, Bethesda the way that he needs to. Oh yeah. Uh, Rage two, uh, which they brought in Andrew WK. I thought that guy really died. I didn't know that he was still alive. Uh, so he that, was that awesome. I loved it. He was so I mean, pumped. Just what he does. I mean, you know, I mean, and he still wears the same yellow, yellow, white, white pants. yeah, yellow, white pants and shirt. 
you know, it reminds me of, you know, waking up, you know, when I was in college and it's like, okay, who's, who's dorm am I in, you know? <laughs> um, oh, I have stuff on the front of me. I should probably go change because now I smell like a toilet and vomit and shame. Um, <laughs> and I think I had fun last night. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think I had fun. And if you don't remember, get ready to do it again. Cause I don't remember. So, <laughs> um, Let's see, uh, Prey, well, Prey DLC. Well, hold, hold, hold on. I mean, Rage 2, I'm excited for it. That look, that's, that's high in my radar of, of things that I want to check out. That looks like a direct competitor to Borderlands. Yes, 100%. I can see that, yeah. That, that's we, what that game is. We didn't get a Borderlands 3 announcement from anybody, right? Not surprised. Oh, not surprised. Pitchford, no. Pitchford got on there and was like, nope, it's not coming. Okay. Uh, like, we're, I'm not just, I'm going to tell you right now, don't expect us to be there. We're not going to be there. We're not doing anything with Borderlands 3. It's not going to be unveiled. Stop asking about it. Okay. So all those people that want to play that, Rage 2 is there for you. Basically. Yep. Yeah. Um, Quake Champions, uh, which I did download Quake. Uh, Quake Champions is free forever if you download, download it this week. So um, so by the time we post this, you might not be able to download it. Uh, <laughs> but I did download it, and it's really, really fun. I got to download um, this. Really? Yeah, go download it. It's really, really, really fun. Um, in fact, you can't use a controller with it, so it's kind of making me like using a keyboard and mouse again. Was the really really fast paced? Yeah. So it's 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 really good. Um. So I, then again, it's Quake too. Yeah. Uh, Prey DLC, like I said, Fallout Shelter is going to Switch, uh, and PlayStation Four that night. I did download it for my Switch. Um, and I turned it on once and I stopped because uh, <laughs> I remember why I did. <laughs> Why I stopped playing Fallout Shelter. <laughs> um, before we get into the actual one, um, Grace, um, are you holding yourself down right now? Yeah. Um, because the Elder Scrolls Six had a teaser trailer. It did, and it looks beautiful. Uh, I oh, love. So I love the answer that Todd Howard gave on one of the things. Um, I think it was with. Jeff Keeley, or it was on uh, Rooster Teeth, uh, Rooster Tooth, Rooster Teeth, whatever they're called. The no, yeah. Um, they go over and they say, "So, Elder Scrolls Six, do you know when it's going to come out?" And Todd Howard went, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. We just don't know. <laughs> so, um, and I'm then the big still one. Still excited though. Then the big one that everybody was there for, uh, or most people were there for, uh, and that was Fallout 76, all the information that we got on it. Yeah. So let me kind of go over the information, um, and then we'll get each other, we'll get, you know, on each one of these, then we'll get each other's take on it. So um, one, and the biggest, the biggest drop of Fallout 76 is uh, it's always online. Yes. Interesting. Always online. It's an always online game, but it's not an MMO. Correct. They made it clear it's not an MMO. It's just an MO. Okay. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, multiplayer online. Yep. Um, they said that if there was, if you saw another person walking around, that is a, another real life person. There are no NPCs in this game. Yep. Um, so I think that one's huge. Um, with that, it takes place in West Virginia. Um, like they said. Uh, you're coming out of fall uh, out of, out of fall uh, the vault 76 yes um, 
there will be base building to it. Um, you can fire nukes. <laughs> yeah. Places, which is going to be wonderful. Yes. Um, which was interesting to me is that they, at the, at the conference, they, they said like, they, they framed it as firing nukes at each other was a way to like blow up your enemy. But then in, in the, um, the no clip documentary about it, it was more like, no, this is how you create high level content. Like if you want to go like on a raid with your friends, nuke an area, go there and all the super high level enemies spawn with all the crazy loot drops. Mm-hmm. So it's not about yeah. killing people that you kind of know are there, or maybe are being mean to you. It's about getting your buddies together. Say like, let's go take down that awesome thing and see if we can get the loot out of it. Cool. Where do we oh, want to yeah. nuke? This area gives this kind of enemy. That area gives that kind of enemy. Okay, let's go there instead. So that seems cool to me. That's a cool idea. I agree entirely. I yep. thought that that was really really cool when they when they kind of showed like different kinds of loot, like just mm-hmm. the div. The differences between the different areas, and I think it was what, like three nukes per like per like area, isn't? Didn't they? They, say act- like that? they they actually came out and said that they have not um, they have not decided on the amount of nukes in one area. Okay. Yeah. I thought um, they said three at the conference, but I could be wrong. Yeah. But just um, the, oh, there's the variety. I think you're thinking about the keys, like because you can the find the keys. Is five. It's five. There's five oh. keys. Okay. I was remembering a three. But I could just be remembering incorrectly. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, the one thing, so um, I, besides looking up the Cyberpunk 2077 stuff, um, this was the other game that I really, really started researching. And I watched a lot of interviews with Todd Howard and Pete Hines. Um, and the one thing that I really like about them is that they have a very consistent message between them. If you're asking them one question, they're both giving you the same answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is something that I really, 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 really like about it. So there's no conflicting stories right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a couple of things. One, everybody is scared of the grieving uh, of, of PvP um, because people can come up and shoot you and kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, obviously, the first thing that goes through people's heads are, I want this to be a single player experience. Um, I don't want to mess around with PvP. I don't want to walk into an area that, you know, suddenly I now have a whole bunch of people just shooting at me and now I can't do my job. You know, I can't play the game. It ruins the game. Um, They said that they have not um, decided on the amount of people that would be on a map. Uh, Besides that, the map is four times larger than Fallout 4. Um, And they said that uh, you're not looking at thousands of people. You're not looking at hundreds of people. You're looking at possible just dozens of people. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, on that. so you take that type of big of a space. There's no fast travel. There's no vehicles. So you take that type of, of space and you put all these people on there. You know, yeah, you can run into somebody, but and you might something might happen to you or somebody wants to be a jerk to you or whatever. But there's no way that they're going to follow you all over the place. It's just it's just not you're just not able to. And you're not going to spawn in another area where all you're going to be doing is getting wrecked, you know. Um, there was, if I can interrupt real quick, there was one other piece yeah. of information that I've only heard them say a few times because I think they're not 100% sure how it's going to work. But I think they said that when you look on your map, you're going to be able to see where everybody else is at all times. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You're going to see all the other players. So if you come on and you go and you want to be alone, well, look at your map. Like, oh, people are over here. I'm not going to go over there. But I mean, mm-hmm. the, the real answer is if you're complaining that much about this being a multiplayer game, this is not the game for you. Do not buy it. Close your mouth. Wait for Cyberpunk 2077. 
and that's the game for you. Like, just don't play it. Stop complaining. Just don't play it. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. But anyways, Uh, that's so they, so they've looked at that. Um, there is base building in it, but, um, there was, uh, and they've said this too. If you feel that you want to be completely nomadic through the whole game, you don't have to base build. You don't have to. The thing though, is then what you're doing is basically you're requiring yourself to make relationship with games. So, um, what they're saying is that, you know, somebody could be scavenging and all they're doing is looking for weapons. Okay. So then they're going to be looking to trade. Okay. So then you can go up to somebody and trade with them or you can, or, you know, you can make a, they said you can make a sign that says, you know, ammunition, you know, here. So you would go and you explore for ammunition so you can get stuff. So it's, it's, it's going to be a community of, yeah, either people are going to be complete jerks on it or people are going to start helping people so they can actually get through the game. Um, not that it's a game breaking thing, but it's they're going to they're supposedly making the game that you can't just kill everybody. It's not going to be that type of game. Right. Um, and it seems like they've made it really easy to like to log out and log back in. Like it doesn't break your stuff. You're if you do correct. build a settlement, it goes with you. So if there is correct. a jerk on a server. You just you log out, you log back in, and and you're on a different. Hopefully, you're on a different server, and you different just don't have to server. deal with that person. And I imagine in their beta, when they go through this, they're gonna find some way to like ban people or just say like I never want to match with this person, or they'll they'll end up doing something because there there are gonna be jerks out there. But I think mm-hmm. the vast majority of people that are going to want to play this game are gonna be people that want to play together with people. Yes, that, that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah. I'm looking to team up with a whole bunch of people. You know, put, you know, a pizza in front of me and a couple of beers and, and, (laughs) you know, let's go Friday night until early Saturday morning, you know, and we're raiding and we're exploring things, Mm -hmm. building stuff Um, together. And, and, uh, I I like the, the, the thought that you can really, um, take your character and, uh, custom, uh, not customize, but like, um, like drill down on a profession, like, Hey, I want to be the guy that builds weapons. So let's. Oh, you know, for our next our next raid, can we go to this location because I need this piece so I can make this weapon, and then everybody can can have one. Like, awesome! I'm gonna go and let's kill this enemy so I can cook the food, and it'll be the healing thing that everyone can have. Great! Like that kind of yep. of connection and like mini community that you can create will be awesome. Like what what we're gonna see, I think, is people like going like, "Hey, I'm a weapons guy. I want to join your game. Come on, let's play because I got these weapons, you know." Or, "Hey, I'm mm-hmm. the guy with the cool armor stuff." Please uh, come make. Can I please join your group? I'll give you these things. It's going to turn into that instead of people griefing each other. I really hope. I really hope. Well, I think. Go ahead. I was just going to say that somebody like me, who I typically don't like, like multiplayer games where I'm forced to have it be multiplayer. I usually like having the option. Mm -hmm. Um. But, like, I think in a game like Fallout, especially the way that they're going about it, I think they're going about having it be an only online game. I think they're doing it really well. Um, And I think that I would want to play it still, even though I don't have the option to just play by myself. Because I do think that with the community of Fallout as well, just how many nice people I know that are a part (laughs) of it. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that sounds weird, but, like, just the entire community seems like they're really nice and just an enmeshed community and i feel like that's what they're going to want to do they're going to want to play together as opposed to tear each other apart and i'm sure that there will be like of course they're going to be the jerks like you guys mm-hmm. mentioned where they're just gonna like go and try and like murder you and 
take your things and stuff like that if that's even a thing or if you kill somebody you take their stuff um but i mean at least if there was a group that came together in this game and said like we are going to be like the fallout 76 raiders like it, it would be like um like piracy in uh elite dangerous do you guys know about that yeah. at all yeah. Yeah. Where they're yeah. like, hi, we're pirates. We're going to take your things or you can give them to us or we're going to shoot you. What do you want to do? Like, yeah, it'll, it'll like, <laughs> hey, we're raiders. Look at our crazy armor and our big weapons. Can we have your caps and your stuff? Uh, we'll kill you if you don't, but it's your choice. You know, I think yeah. we'll get that. Yeah. And the other thing that I would, I'll hope that they'll put in, which would be just like a, uh, like a no thank you emote, right? Like if someone comes up to you and you're like on a quest and you're doing like a solo thing, like, hi, I yeah. want to like, oh, no, thank you. I'm good. You know, just like some yeah. kind of, and then the other person, fine, you know, see you later. Or, you know, like, yeah. cause some, yeah. sometimes you'll be in there and you'll be, be playing alone and that's what you want to do. And so there should be like a polite way to go about being like, you know, no, thank you and not have to be rude about it because these have always been single player games. So you, there's got to be a lot of people that want to play that way. At least at I first. Think, I think also the population also of how many people they're actually going to allow on the map. Mm. I think that's going to be a really, really big factor. I mean, if you're, you're such a big map, four times the size of Fallout 4, Huge. yeah, you start putting 10,000 people on there. Yeah, people are going to get – all they're going to be doing is shooting people. But if you're saying, oh, all I'm going to do is, you know, um, you know, okay, let's say 10,000. Let's say all I'm doing is putting 100 people on there. Yeah. And that that, that – that, that's a huge location for a hundred people to be doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, supposedly it's, there's, n- there's a story, but there's not a progression story. Like you just pick up quests as you start to go. So like, you don't need to be in this one place and travel all the way to the w- left side of the map to pick up this quest. And then you got to go travel to the right side of the map to go pick up the quest. <laughs> another one, like you can find 12 or 20 different quests between those. You know, do what you want. So it's, um, I imagine it's like every other Fallout game where you're on the main quest and then on your way from point to point B, you pick up 12 other quests on your way to the, to do the main quest. You just remove the main quest and just as you're traveling to cool looking thing in the distance, you'll come across Mm -hmm. those 12 little things to do and then you'll just start doing them. And if someone else is doing them, well, then you do them together, you know, and exactly make friends, be nice. Everyone, I, I think that's going to be the other thing too. I think there is going to be a community because of people playing Fallout. I think there is going to be a community that comes over and says, you know, watch the forums, watch the PlayStation communities, watch the Xbox communities, you know, watch Reddit. PC communities. They're going to come over and say, hey, we're going to get a hundred people together. You know, let's say that's the limit, or fifty people if that's the limit, and say, you know what, we're going to join here. These are the rules. If you don't follow them, we're going to ban you. We're going to kick you, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. Um, so I think that those type of communities are going to are going to start to form also. You know what I'm saying? Kind yeah. of like clan to a point. Yeah. I don't want to call it clan because there's no clans in it. Um, it would be like unofficial but, clans, like Discord yeah. servers and stuff. I, I could imagine if you buy Fallout 76 uh, four or five months after the game is launched, you'll load in. There'll be the intro cut scene. You'll go through the vault and build your character. You'll step out and there'll be like a big sign that says, this server is patrolled by blah, blah, blah. Here's our <laughs> discord. Here's how you ask for help, you know? And it'll be like, uh, Oh, this is a, this is not what I was expecting, but okay. <laughs> well, that, that brings up another thing that they have confirmed. They're saying that it's not going to be at launch just because they can't do it, but they are going to find a way how to do it is there are going to be mods. Yeah. They are going to be putting mods into the game. So, so people can still create for the game, whether or not you like those or not, but that's still going to be an option. Uh, the other thing too, is that VATS is still there. 
Yeah, that's interesting. That's still there. Um, the The funny thing about that is that it's now real time bats. Mm-hmm. So we haven't, as far as I know, we haven't seen what that looks like yet. But the way that it's described sounds very interesting. You just have to like quick click on the guy where you want to shoot him and then let your character's stats take over. So if you have a sniper right. build, you got to quick click on their head and hope you get a headshot instead of being a Twitch player, which is a, a nice yeah. way to level the, the playing yeah. field. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, I am very, very, very excited um, with with what I'm hearing about 76. Um, yes. I mean, I haven't pre-ordered yet, but I know that if you do pre-order, you get into the beta. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think it's just off Bethesda net. I think you got to you get something when you do pre-order, mm-hmm. and then you got to register something at Bethesda net. Or something, because I know that GameStop is advertising that if you pre-order, you get into the beta. I, I watched a YouTube video on on a on a dude that does um, a lot of Fallout videos, and he was saying that people are already getting their beta codes. Um, the code doesn't do anything yet; like the beta hasn't started. But it, yeah, mm-hmm. you just you buy if you pre-order the game anywhere, you do something and you get a beta code. So it's yeah. it sounds like they want everyone in on the beta. So I I kind of want to just pre-order the basic version of the game just to get in on the beta and, and be part of the conversation, you know, kind of help direct it and, and help things. See, now that's, that's the thing that I'm wondering is that is the beta going to ruin it for me? And do I just wait? Uh, I mean, I imagine the beta is going to be, here's how, here's the intro to the game, how you create a character. And then here's the world with the tools in it. Like here's how you build things. Here's how you craft things, but it won't, it'll have like a limited number of quests and it will have a limited number of like recipes so it doesn't spoil the entire game because yeah. they want to test one, like the technology in the background, like how they get people to match make and all that nonsense. But then just to see how people interact in the game and to see what the response is uh, to their online, like, Hey, this was cool when this happened. Hey, this really sucked when this happened. And then they can, as, as Todd was saying, pull the levers in the background and, and change how the game is, mm-hmm. is going to be in the end. The beta isn't to spoil the game. The beta is to figure out how to make the game better. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but but I, just, I, 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 I interrupted you. Though, like, why do you think the beta would would ruin the game for you, or it might ruin the game for you? Um, because I think what happens with the beta is that people start to get into, um, well, this is going to be the um, way that I'm going to do this, and they're going to start to try to think of like um, ways to cheese the game. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Like it's the, like, hey, I found this in the beta. Hopefully they didn't they didn't patch it. And now I'm going to exploit it, and that's what I kind of don't like uh, about betas. Um, um, I'll tell you, maybe this is just a bad thing. It's the last beta that I was in. I tested Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I just like the the beta was great, but then it's like I got into the game and I was just like. This reminds me of the beta. Like, it didn't. It didn't impress me anymore. Okay. You know. Um, I see what you're saying. I also so, beta tested for Destiny, and I didn't have that reaction. So, I mean, I guess that could also be just different people at the same yeah. time, which means I could also see what you're saying. Um, yeah. Why you think that maybe this could also spoil it for for the actual Fallout 76 for you as well? Yeah, because I think the, I think the thing that got me with Destiny is that. It's like, okay, so you had to start over. Like, you didn't get to carry your character. 
Yeah. But it felt exactly the same. Like, I've already done this. Like, to the point of, like, of redundancy. Because I played the hell out of Destiny. Oh, yeah. And the beta. The beta. Like, I, I played the hell out of it. I'm like, perfect. And then I, it's like, I get there and I'm just like, this is what it is. Like, I, like, I bought, I bought a beta. That's what it felt like to me. I bought a beta. You know, and then and then that's kind of where I've just been kind of soured with Destiny. Is yeah, that's fair. I can see that. So, um, I mean, what that sounds like is a very efficient beta where they were like, "Cool, we already built the game the way we wanted it. It didn't break, mm-hmm. so we didn't have to change things. So here's the game." <laughs> the problem yeah, is, is that the I game that sucked. Well, it didn't completely suck. They had, I think, it was something like a writer walked out and took a bunch of content at the very, like, right towards the actual release, and then they didn't push it back like they probably should have, and like actually took the time to work on that. I mean, this, so, this the story behind the development of Destiny could fill hours. It's very oh, it absolutely yeah. could. It absolutely could. That yeah. was just my shorthand version of it for the last like what ten minutes or so that we have going on here. So. <laughs> That was just so the, that was just my shorthand version. So I'm I'm, so, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to trigger you. <laughs> no, no, I was not triggered. I just hey, hey, I Grace. just wanted to make sure it was it was K. I didn't Grace. mean to start something. Yes, Grace. K dies. Oh no! <laughs> Don't. I'm sad for Nathan Fillion. Um, At least for the 76 beta, it seems like they're going to use it to adjust the game. Like they've straight up said like Todd and Uncle Pete have come out and been like, look, we don't know a lot of how this is going to work. This is new for us. So we're doing a beta so we can make it good. Right. And so that versus, oh, can you check for bugs? Like, can you no clip through this wall and get to the get to the boss at the end of the dungeon? Like, that's not what we're checking. Or that's not what they're checking. They want to yeah. see like how how this type of game works with lots of people in it. It seems like they're really happy internally with how it works. They're saying it's fun and it's great, which I mean, if mm-hmm. if it wasn't fun and great, they wouldn't be out here saying Doing it's ready it. to play, right? So well, I, I think the other thing too is that they're probably stress testing everything too. Because look at how many games have had that online component. Like you need to be online, you know, Destiny and or not Destiny. Oh yeah, even to the point Destiny. The division, um, really any type of online component that you had, and they've had problems with, um, you know, just just the launch of it, you know, just the launch of it, and uh, you know, I saw, I know that they're going to want to make sure that they're ready for any type of stress that the servers are going to need to to have, Um, and with the response that I'm hearing about this is that this game is bigger than I think what some people realize, like already, I think it's. I think this is going to end up being one of the top selling Fallout games ever. I th- I th- well, I, I think it depends on how the beta goes because the beta is going to yeah. either generate huge buzz for it or it's going to kill it. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. If it, if it, and you know, I'm, I like what Bethesda, what they do and the way they go about it. They're very honest and upfront about things. And so I'm, I'm looking at this as very positive. Like I can't wait to get in there and, and see what they've got. And so I think it's going to generate positive buzz. And I think if anyone who knows what a fallout is, they will be buying this game regardless if they understand if it's multiplayer or single player. I think the buzz is going to get like way out of control. Um, it might even get to the point where it hurts them. Like, they have mm-hmm. to, th- th- there will have to be more reveals and more like, you know, 
uh, Todd sitting down with, here's how this game works just to, to temper expectations because, uh, you know, right now they seem, there seems to be like a lot of shrugging. Like we don't know exactly how A, B and C is going to work yet before the game launches. They better know exactly how it's going to work and show people this is how it's going to work. And I think they will. Like I, I, at this point, I trust them that, that we'll get a series of Fallout videos with the funny animated things. But then, like, here's what you ex- here's what you need to expect, and here's how the game's going to work. And so people know, like, oh, this is for me, or oh, it really isn't. And with all the betas, and with the YouTube, and with people reviewing and podcasts like this, if you're interested in this game whatsoever, you will know by launch date if you want it or not. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So. So, grade. I haven't gone first on a grade yet, so I'll go first. Uh, I'm giving Bethesda an A. On this. I think they showed off. Um, I think Bethesda by far had the best conference out of all the conferences that went on. Um, they didn't bullshit. They said, this is what's happening. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they do kind of have, without actually saying it, and but kind of strutting their stuff and, and you know pumping their chest out a little bit, Saying, we make good games. You want to play our games? Great. You don't want to play our games? Fine. Don't fucking play our games. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to. Uh, but we're going to make games for people who want to play games. Um, and that's what we're doing. Um, and I think Todd Howard had the best line out of all the showcases. Every single one of them. And that was when he was going over and saying, hey, yeah, you know that collector's edition that we have, that helmet or whatever? <laughs> By the way, it comes with a it comes with a map. Oh yeah, it fucking glows in the dark. I <laughs> love that part. Yeah, like that was I, I was I was it still cracks me up awesome. when I when I think of it. That's um, awesome. So cool. Yeah, it's like it fucking glows in the dark. It's like um, so. Um, I just think that I just think that they had confidence. They had confidence in their prod product. Um, they have you a know, good product. Yeah. Huh? They have a good product. Like there, yeah. you, you could like. They they walked in with with I don't I don't want to be crude with a big uh, part of their bodies proudly extruded saying like this is just who we are this is just yeah. what we do I'm sorry but we're good we're good at this and so here's <laughs> yeah. some more like if you don't like this yeah. that's fine but we're we, I mean, we're yeah, really Pete, proud Pete Hines Pete Hines gets up there in one of the interviews or whatever and he says yeah we're going to the party and I'm getting drunk because <laughs> this is what we celebrate. I mean, it, but it's, but once again, it's the, we don't have any fun gimmicks. Like, yeah, they brought Andrew WK out, but the Andrew WK does the theme to rage. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to bring him out. So, yeah. you know, he came out, he opened up the show. It was, you know, hard hitting or whatever like that. And then it went over and said, these are the games that we have. This is when they're coming out. This is what we have for the future. Oh yeah. By the way, we have a new fallout game that we're trying something new with. If you like it, cool. If you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine too. Oh yeah. By the way, as a mic drop, we also have Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> yeah, and you know they had uh, specifically, specifically Todd and, and Pete as well. But I think one thing that speaks to them as a company, as a yeah, as a company, is how non cringy things were. Because yes. it the, absolutely. The, they were not reading things off a teleprompter that 28 people took a year to write. They, mm-hmm. I'm sure they sat down together and said, Hey, how should we say this? Oh, we should say it like this. So let's spell check it. Cool. We're good. Let's go out. And it's just, it sounded like them just talking. And so it wasn't cringy at all. Like I think every single one of Todd's jokes landed because he was being real and genuine. 
Um, yeah. even the, even the, the Andrew, uh, WK thing, um, that one, that, that was kind of a, a bit, a bit much to me, but that's because the surprise was ruined. The rage Two surprise was ruined. That was supposed to be a surprise, right? Yep. Uh, the yep. Uh, Canadian Walmart ruined it. They ruined it for everyone. You Canadians. Um, but like, but seriously, Rage 2 was supposed to be a, a complete, like, we open the show, here's a rock star, and check out this brand new game. It, that's the theme song you just heard. Like, that was supposed yeah, to be this you, big wow moment. I'm sorry, if say you it again? In the back, no, sorry. If you looked in the background on the screen, they never put Rage 2 it. They just put the characters and then the colors. They yeah. never had a Rage 2 logo. Yeah. Like, so it's like, what, what in the hell would have this been, you know, that people are, are, are doing? Um, but Pete Hines had the best comeback for that. He says, well, here's a, you know, as you guys know about our first games from our friends over, you know, at the Canadian Walmart, <laughs> decided to tell everybody, you know, I mean, it, yeah. it, they took it so, in stride. And, and, and that's yeah. where, and I think that's where the maturity of a, of a third party developer comes in that a lot of other developers, smaller developers should really look at is, is the, We've made games for 25 years or plus, mm-hmm. 25 plus years, okay? Some of them have hit. Some of them haven't. But we stick to our formula of what we do. And this is who we are. This is our identity. And this is how we're going to continue to keep rolling with what we're doing. Once again, you can play our game. And that we love that you play our game. And you can play all of them. You can play one of them. You can play any mixture of in between. If you decide that you don't want to play any of them, that's okay too. Because if you don't want to play our games, that's fine. But don't think that we're not going to try to get you to try to play one of our games because that's going to push us to make a better game for you. You know, and it's and, and that's that's their identity. And, and it's it's the, when we're going to come out, we're going to come out with a solid product that hopefully people enjoy playing. Here, here. Yeah. No, definitely. I agree. I also give Bethesda an A. I thought that they were the best out of all of the conferences that I watched or out of the conferences that I even just heard about because I couldn't watch them. Is um, that just because of Elder Scrolls? No, not just because <laughs> of Elder Scrolls. I think they did an amazing job with with, um, with Fallout as well. And I think that they overall just released... I feel like they released a lot of stuff in a good, solid amount of time. I think that everything got a good amount of like screen space. Except for Elder Scrolls Six, I wish you could have seen a little more about that. But the way they did it was good and clever and intelligent. I will mm-hmm. say I want more, but it was yeah. it was it was good, definitely. Oh. Um, I also loved the Skyrim very special edition, the cute little like, <laughs> commercial the, the that they had in there. I oh, you know that that's that. real. That's real. Is it? Oh yeah. Yes. If you have an Alexa, you can say play Skyrim. It's already it's already downloaded on all on all Alexas. Oh my god! Yeah, it's yeah. A play, if Alexa play Skyrim and, and they'll start doing it. It started out as a joke, but it's real. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic! Holy cow! And you know, Grace, your day will come. There will be an E3 in the future where they just come out and go Elder Scrolls, and then just for the next hour, they just take you on a tour of wherever it is, showing you all the things. And then I'll be here on the podcast going. Um, but where's Fallout Five? I've been playing seventy six for six years now. Where's you know? <laughs> I'm, th- I'm thinking two thousand nineteen. I'm thinking two thousand nineteen. Uh, uh, nah, Starfield. We'll have more information. Uh, more. Yeah, more info. More information. Sure. Yes, I think twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. I'm guessing is for you. You realize that two thousand nineteen is going to focus on three games for Bethesda, and that's going to be the updates coming to seventy six. 
That's going to be Starlink or Starfield, not Starlink, Starfield yeah. and Elder Scrolls. Those are going to be their three top games. So, um, which hopefully, hopefully next year at this time, we will be there in California. That would uh, be fun. Attending. We are trying to plan. Uh, I have some ideas. Um, but besides that, uh, any final thoughts before we uh, sign off? I think uh, overall, that was a good E3. Um, there was, they showed people, there's a lot of games coming, a lot of cool games. I mean, not all of them are, are for me, but there seem to be a wide variety of games for everyone. And as someone who's a gamer, who's been a gamer for a long time, I, I love the variety. I think it's great that when, you know, there are things for everyone. You want the racing game, there's a, you want the shooty, there's the shooty. You want the, the, fighty there's the fight you know there's there was something for everyone there were a lot of returning uh franchises that were doing cool stuff i'm sure you guys talked about the last of us too um yep. yeah that trailer was uh like I, I borrowed a friend of mine's ps3 to play the last of us beautiful game fantastic i loved it i can't wait to see more um so just in general the the the, the vibe of this e3 was like was an A for me. It was a. It, I think it was a good E three, and I and I'm excited for all the stuff that's coming up. I agree entirely. I would give the I would give e, this E three overall. I would give it an A as well because mostly I would give it that because of the diversity of games. Just like you were saying, it seems like there's literally something for everybody, no matter what kind of game you want, no matter what your taste is. If you really love fight anime fighting games, like. Mm-hmm. That's going to be coming out. There's jump force for you. Yeah, yeah jump force. Yeah. Um, and then if you really love like moody sorts of games, there's something <laughs> for you. And then of course there's like Tunic and Ori and those types of games that are coming out for little like little like cute cute thing <laughs> lovers like me. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think that overall. Everybody did a pretty darn good job. I think that the C3 overall was really awesome. They showcased a lot of stuff, and I'm really, really excited for this next year going forward. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll agree with, with you guys on, on all of that. Um, I think it's um, – I would give it an A also. Um, once again, diversity. Um, I think the last – and the last two years, it always felt like, okay, if you watched Microsoft's and then you watched Sony's and you watched Ubisoft's and, you know, you watched all of them, it's like they were always like, yeah, there was a couple of new games, but they were always showing like the four or five core games that all of them had, you know. Um, so it felt like there wasn't a lot like this one is like there's so many games like we could probably go on. We've been on for almost two and a half hours, I think three hours now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're at two and a half hours on this podcast, and we haven't even we we try to blue, you know breeze through the conferences. You know, what if we actually delve into every game? We'd be here for another two and a half, three hours, if not longer. Um, on that, I think the promise is is that the reward is that if you are a gamer, that you are seeing a lot of good things that are going to be happening and coming out. Uh, your time is your time and money feels like it's going to be well spent uh, with these games coming out. Uh, I think there's a maturity that uh the developers have come to um you know all of them that they realize okay this is what gamers want to see um maybe the formulas of how they present it could could be tweaked a little bit as we talked about but as far as we don't want to sit and see sales stats and we don't want to sit and see 
you know, you know, services and, and all. We, we don't care about that. What we want to see is we want to see what are we going to be playing in the next six months? What are we going to be playing in the next year? What are we going to be looking forward to? And I think all of the developers have hit upon that. Um, so I think uh, I think that that's good. So um, so as we talked about that, that I think wraps up um, episode two uh, for us. Um check out uh check out our twitch even though we're broadcasting on twitch but check out our twitch uh twitch.tv slash the save point podcast uh twitter uh at the save point uh find us on itunes google play podbean iHeartRadio, which we just got approved oh, awesome. for iheart so Yay. we are listed on iHeartRadio. uh tuned in spreaker and soon to be on spotify once we uh once we get that all up and running. So um, you can find us, um, find us, join us, uh, subscribe if you want, just follow us, really leave us comments. Tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Um, give your opinions because we love to hear and we love to get to, we would love to get audience interaction with us. Um, so um, till next week, signing off. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.